0: I'm not guilty. You're the one who's guilty. lawmakers, the politicians, the Colombian drug lords, all you who
1: lobby against making drugs legal, just like you did with alcohol during the prohibition, you're the one who's guilty. I mean, come on, let's kick the ballistics here. Ain't no Uzis made in Harlem. I mean, not one of us in here owns a poppy feed. This thing is bigger than Nino Brown. This is big business. This is the American way. Welcome everybody to Jeff vs. the world. And this is number episode number 32. 32 or 33. You know what? I'm just gonna stop counting numbers. You know what it is. I'm here with Shaheed, and we are about to go through the Hood Classics, and we are starting out. Oh uh,
0: Yeah, but before we do, we gotta have breaking news. Uh-oh. Because we don't get the breaking news. So Guess who just got cast in Fast and Furious 9?
1: Hold on, because I really want to guess this. I feel like this is going to be good. Um, Roman Reigns? No. Damn it. Who? You going you gonna to guess again? No. Is no, just, this just every who? Cardi B. Why? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Cardi get the bag. I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Car- Cardi B. This is just gonna make it. Oh, this is gonna make people just hate the franchise more. <laughs> now. I mean, it fits. Wait, don't we always say
0: they always get that hot person at the right time? It's usually like when they write you know, right before they peak, right when they on the come up. Don't we say that with musicians? So yes. this is tradition for them. This is just the biggest one, like American one, they've gotten.
1: Yeah, that I I would have never thought of that, but hey, I'm with it. You know, I'm down for it.
0: I wonder what Cardi B and John Cena gonna talk about with Michael Rooker on set. That'd be that'd be a hell of a conversation. Because I just thought about that. Because all three of them in that movie. Because I forgot Michael Rooker's in there too. But no. I don't get to drop breaking news stuff, so I just want to do that before we get to Hood Classics. And tell us why we went to Hood Classics, because last time people had have been listening to us, they were listening to Rocky and they were expecting Creed. What was it because the rest of the salon sent a, a cease and desist letter, him, oh, you ain't going to take my shine to my movies, Rocky movies, <laughs> Was it was it that you can
1: tell us, Jeff. No, it's just that, you know, I just wanted to break after doing all the Rocky movies. I didn't want to jump right into Creed. And like you said last week, Creed can be a a hood classic movies too. So it, you know, we'll get to it. But
2: all
1: right. and shockingly, I have to tell you something. Uh, shout out to everybody who's listened to the Rocky Three episode because that's the highest one that everybody listened to. Right after that hmm. is Rocky Four. Um well, I figured that, because
0: it's kind of like those are the most popular ones. So,
1: Yeah, but we're here, we're doing HUD classes, we're starting it off hot, we're going into New Jack City, and I guess we got to thank Clint Eastwood for this. Because without him, this may have not gotten made, because uh, Warner Brothers wanted no part of this movie and Mario Van Peebles until Clint, Clint Eastwood put a good word in. Uh, the budget was $8 million, and the box office ended up being $47.6 million. Uh, yes,
0: I almost, it made the most money out of any independent film that came out that year.
1: Yeah, and you know, the Clint Eastwood thing really threw me off. I was throwing for a loop because I'm just so used to him saying something.
0: I mean, no, it's like... That movie was that um, jazz movie about Bird. He did that. Like it's funny. Clint Eastwood has done a lot of stuff behind the scenes to uplift the community. And up until that time when he talked to a chair and thought it was Barack Obama, Clint Eastwood was the man at the cookout. And wow. it's been downhill ever so. It's been downhill ever since then. Was a whole time before that where people where the hood was cool with Clint Eastwood.
1: Yeah, it it was. There was a time. Um, but let's go ahead and start talking about the movie. We Start start to talk about the movie. We got a hell of a cast here. We got Wesley Snipes, Ice-T, Chris Rock, Mario Van Peebles, Judd Nelson. Uh, and plenty of actors you've seen before. Alan Payne, uh, <laughs> Bill Nunn, Russell Wong. Which Russell Wong really sticks out in there. Because I'm just like, how come I didn't notice that? Vanessa A. Williams. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the other Vanessa Williams, because <laughs> the the Vanessa Williams we think about wasn't in this. Yeah, but her brother was Christopher
1: Williams. Yeah, which was <laughs> now that you say that, yeah, you are right. Kareem Akbar, uh, and, and
0: you gotta, we can, we gotta give a shout out to our woman Tracy Camille Johns that wasn't she gotta have it, and also more better blues. Yep. Yes, that's her, that's her unique one. So <sighs> it's a lot of people in this movie. When did Okay, when did you see this movie?
1: I the first time. see... So this was 91. I think I saw it when it came to video. I don't I remember going to the movie. I saw, I saw it, I guess, when I could rent it somewhere or something like that.
0: I saw this in the movie theater in West Philadelphia. No. Capital theater. Like, it wasn't like a chain. It was like, you know, local, owned theater. You bring in food. Remember my family brought in chicken. Uh-oh. Yeah, it was like, they, no, this one off there, like, he was a sucker. He was buying popcorn, so he brought your food in. So we was in there with, like, fried chicken, like a soda in there. So <laughs> I definitely saw this when it was out in the theater, and I remember this kind con- it's one of these movies where it's like, you know, I don't know anyone that looks like us who hasn't seen this at least once. Yeah, at least one time. Like, it's definitely a pop culture thing. You know, Martin had that that episode where they basically had the spoof there. Everyone remembers. It's kind of like, people remember this movie. This movie was very successful, you know, both financial-wise and, like, culture-wise. You can know when a movie is beloved, because whenever they talk about doing a sequel or a reboot, and people start like, no, don't touch it. And whenever you hear about New Jack City, it's the same thing. Like, you know, I remember they talking about doing a sequel, like, where Nito Brown doesn't die. Like, he just falls, and he like... I guess wakes up in a coma and <laughs> rehabilitates himself. And I'm like, nah, this, you know, it's, you just leave this movie alone. Like it's, it caught a lot of people, like a lot of, you know, some people, their career star, like Ice-T wasn't really, like, I don't know if this was his first movie or second movie. Like he was known as like, you know, the rapper and rock star that talked about, you know, shooting cops. Now he's playing the cop. People looking at, like, what's you know, what's this about? Wesley Snipes, this is, like, right when he starts his run. Because from, like, 89 to 94, Wesley Snipes was the black dude in Hollywood. Yeah, he was the man. Like, like Denzel was the whole, I'm an accomplished actor, get nominated for awards. Wesley Snipes was the movie star. Like, Denzel wasn't, like, movie star Denzel yet. When Denzel was more, like, you know, I'm an accomplished actor and mm-hmm. thespian and... This is this movie does not work without Wesley Snipes. Oh no. And, no and way. the reason why Wesley Snipes has a rare ability where he can be a hero and a villain and be credible in both. People normally can do one or the other. You know, like if, that's why I was such a big because because people always compare, compare Denzel and Wesley. It's like if you flip flop in movies, some work, some don't. Denzel 91 could not be Nino Brown. Cause people couldn't think of him being like not just a because vil- he had the charisma and he's played shady characters, but like a coward? No. Cause that's the thing about this movie. And it's the same thing how you remember when people first watched The Wire and people talk about how cool Stringer Bell was. Yeah. And you remember when they and they ran it back, what was it, two years ago? And people saw him on Twitter and people like watching it like Stringer Bell a sucker. Pretty much. Yeah, the second time you rewatched it, when you're at a certain age, you pay attention to a lot of stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, he wasn't smart. It's the same thing. And it wasn't until I watched this last night. That's the thing about Nino Brown. People think about, you know, you talked about his R&B Bobby, Bobby Brown wardrobe. <laughs> he had slick lines and everything. He had the charisma and the dangerous, you know, just energy. Deep down, he's a coward. That's the whole thing that's hitting about this. Nino Brown is a chump. Yeah. But you never think about it or focus on it till until you really look. And that's why this movie works. Because as cool as Nino Brown is, you ain't really rooting for Nino Brown. You never, like, you are not, like, at the end of the day, by the time the movie ends, it's like, yeah, I'm glad he got shot.
1: Yeah, and I think even in the last, what, that last 20 minutes of the movie, you see how much of a, oh, no, excuse me. As soon as they get to the wedding, you really see how much of a coward he is. Yeah. Um, that sums up his but, character right there. Yeah.
0: But they do enough to make him so cool that you don't notice it till you really look at him. And that's why the movie kind of works because it's kind of like the hard thing about crime movies is if you make the villain too charismatic, you start rooting for the villain. And, and it's easy if you aren't paying attention to root for Nino Brown. But then you see all the stuff he does. It's mm-hmm. like, and okay, before we get into the movie, that's my biggest issue with the movie. And I might as well, I was going to wait till we talked about, I'm just going to get into it now. Okay. So 1980, because one, two parts, one, you brought it up to about how come they don't say it's just New York City, they call it New Jack City or the city. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned other parts of New York. And I never, I always just assumed whenever I watched it, it was like, it's New York City. But then you watch like they just call it the city or they say this could be any city in America. And it's like, I don't know why they didn't want to call it New York City. I have no idea why, because like this basically what it feels like. So that's one, two. Okay, so 1986 is when the plans start. Mm -hmm. And then 1989 is when they basically control the carter. Right. In three years, the mob and the cops don't do anything.
1: Well, I guess the mob didn't do anything for the simple fact of they had that 10 percent relationship where he was paying them. So I guess as long as they, as long as he kept paying, it was cool.
0: But their whole thing is they sold out 10%. they have ten percent. They's like you've overstepped your boundaries for the first time, and now you got to connect. We'll get into that. The mob is one thing. I'm just thinking of an analogy. Can you imagine if Jay Z took over the Marcy Projects and that cost didn't do nothing for like three years? Some black dude just had a housing project and just took it over, and I'm just selling crack. And nobody did anything in America, because it's like everybody knows. Everybody knows Nino Brown. You know, some people know him more than others. It's like he has a reputation, and it's like now. I, and I never really thought about that. until so I thought, about, I'm like, nobody did nothing. Because it's not like American. It's not like American gangster where Frank Lucas basically hit. You know, hit him playing side. Like. No one think a black person be that powerful. And he didn't really bring attention to himself to the fight where his when his wife brought him that coat. And that's the first time he got noticed by certain people. Before, it, it's like they didn't, know, they didn't know who he was. They thought well, he was just a bodyguard.
1: Well, not to take up for what you're saying, you know, not to discredit what you're saying, but I do know <laughs> they did base the sto- story off of some type of uh, story in uh, Detroit, I guess, about mm-hmm. this group of brothers that took over a building. So, I mean, if they were leaning towards okay. that...
0: I can see that happening in the in a city like Detroit, unfortunately. Detroit Detroit is predominantly black and people tend like look how people treat Detroit between it says a lot that Billy Hill's cop had the most, you know, the nicer look of Detroit in the eighties, because you look at that between that and like Robocop. How they they basically treat Detroit like it's hell. So that unfortunately I could see that. And we see what happened with Flint, where it was like, can you drink the water? No one gives a damn. New York City. I'm that just kind of like that's one thing when I was younger I never paid any attention to. But when I got older I just could not wrap my head around that. Not the fact that he did it, but it's the fact that they just could have went on for all that time and nobody nobody would have cared enough to do something. Somebody would. I'm like you know Patrick Ewing didn't say nothing. <laughs> well, you see I'm you like play, some some like you see
1: Flavor Flay and Keith uh, Sweat yeah. he ain't say nothing.
0: <laughs> like you know Brown got the white good hooked and Daryl Strawberry hooked on that shit and nobody said nothing? Like, yeah. But anyway, no. The movie holds up because, one, it's just... At the end of it, it's a cool movie. The soundtrack, the vibe, like, it feels authentic. It feels, you know, it doesn't feel pandering. You can tell black people involved. Like, Mario Van Peoples, this was his directorial debut. And it's like, this feels like a black movie. But a credible, like, well-done black movie. Because a lot of times when you see, unfortunately, like, certain movies, they feel cheap. Mm-hmm. or so they feel like they're cutting corners or stuff like that. And no time I ever feel this way like I'm 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 not seeing a prof I always feel like I'm watching a professional movie, professionally done movie, and it's happened to be like a black one.
1: Yeah. It the movie shot well. Like, like you think you say it's nothing about the movie that says no, they didn't know what they were doing. This is a very probably and you think about it when it came out. What this is 91.
2: Mhm.
1: Yo, this is a professional Made movie from and with a pretty much all black cast, and you can tell that it was a lot of pride taken in this movie and a lot of work that Mario Van Peebles and I guess his crew or whatever did with the movie because it still holds up. Like you say, Nam, this is what twenty nineteen, and I can still watch it through and not be like, "No, nah, I'm turning this off" or whatever.
0: Yeah, like anybody can like watch this because it's like it's easy, it's easy to watch, and like you know, it's it's funny where. It's only 100 100 minutes. It feels
1: longer. That's what I thought. And that's what I was like, wait a minute. This movie felt like it should be longer, but it's really not. Yeah, because it's a, you know why? Because there's a
0: lot of stuff that happens. Like nothing is like, you know, it's a like basically it's like a whole lot of stuff happen when you really think about it. It's a whole bunch of small scenes that's kind of built together. But let's go ahead and let's jump into the movie. And this is why I'm wondering, like, how Nino Brown not noticed? Because it's like, you know, start the city. He's these Harlem boys, you know, cash Cash money crew. And, you know, you hear the soundtrack, you see the city. The first time you see Nino Brown, him and the Dutter Man, played by Bill, N- Bill Nunn, is dangling this white guy. <laughs> Biff. Oh, Biff. got will get the, you there. The, Bro- the Brooklyn Bridge? Yeah. And it's like, I guess he worked for him. It's like, you don't got my money, you don't got my product. You know, and just drops him. Mm-hmm. See, I wouldn't want to be you. And I'm like, okay, this man has dropped a white man in the water. In broad daylight. Mm-hmm. You're out of there. So he got enough. So even at this point, you know, Brown got enough clout to be able to do something like this. Because I'm like, I'm trying to figure out like how, he, how this happened. Let me tell you something. You can't be killing killing (laughs) white people in New York. I'm sorry. Not when you black. That's just, I'm like, um, Giuliani would have put a stop to that.
1: It was 86 and you saw them cars on the bridge. They were trying to get home. They probably looked over there and was like, yeah, I'm just trying to get home. It's people there that stopped and screamed like, ah, like that white woman is there shouting and
0: watching this. And I'm like, who this guy? This guy was like selling cocaine on Wall Street. Was he working for Nino? I always like, was he working for Nino Brown?
1: He said you ain't got my money or you ain't have my product. So he probably was working for him.
0: Guess it wasn't White Boy Day. He was out of there. He was out of there. And it's like that's already said. So Nino Brown obviously is a killer, even though he not directly doing stuff. And that's something else you know. It's like mm-hmm. he getting his people to do it. You know, but it's like you, you know tough guy, cool guy. So then jumps to the in the playground. And Ice-T, Scott D. Appleton, super fly. And it's like <laughs> Ice-T is ex- – you forget Ice-T is ex- – like it's weird because you see Ice-T now. It's like the, the guy from SVU. You're just used to seeing him. Ice-T then just looked exotic looking. Like the way he got Because one, he got dreads. Yeah, he got he the on. light eyes. It's <laughs> like, you know, he's, you definitely notice him. Yeah. Like he's like, it's like, you just can't take it out. And then it's him and like, you know, Chris Rock. And it's the first time I watched the movie with subtitles. And I was forgetting some of the stuff Chris Rock was saying. (laughs) Talking about, you know, you trying to, they they haggle the price of cocaine. And like, you know, I can't get 17, I can't get 14. Like, man, you ain't going to juice me over this and everything. I was like, whoa. Yeah. We can't, you know, I know if you get like it's the night, like you can't be saying stuff like this. And like Chris Rock just, it's, I would say this, it's a lot of racism in this movie. A whole lot on all sides.
1: Yeah, they, they kept it, they kept it even for they both sides. They kept it authentic. Um, but I got and a question. Just... I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. How does this Pookie? How does this Pookie play? If it was Martin, if Martin, if, if, if Robert Harris is d- doesn't die and Martin takes the role, this movie plays a lot different. It don't work. Yeah. And, that's it, what I work.
0: and it has nothing to do because Martin Lawrence is a better actor than Chris Rock. But Chris Rock's more of a natural for this role. Like, to his detriment, because people still remember him from like he's like people still call me Pookie. That's like thirty something years ago.
1: This motherfucker said after years hit after doing that role, like I guess two or three years afterwards, motherfuckers will walk up to him giving him crack because they really thought he was a crackhead.
0: I mean, you look like Chris Rock played the hell out that role. Yeah, and to think like it's a Hall of Fame of crackheads and him and Samuel Jackson on the on the top of it. <laughs> it and <mean> Gator. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like. You know and this is before he's on crack he's a stick up and it's like you know why it works because this like chris just has this shiftiness like this desperation in his face and eyes mm-hmm. like it's just you can't trust him because he's just looking around like he doesn't because when he's fast talking and he's always moving this he's always moving around he got this nervous energy i like chris tucker and dead presidents yep but it's like a Shadiness there. And I don't, I don't know if it's just bone structure, how they film them. Like, you just look in his eyes, and it's just like, it's just shape. Like, it's just like, this guy's sneaky <laughs> and, des- and desperate. And they going back and forth and everything like that. And <laughs> it's funny thinking Chris Rock going sucker punch ice tea in the stomach. Exactly. But I'm like, that's what's called sucker punch. Well, expecting. Then they have this run, and New Jack Hustlers playing, and they have a nice chase, and they get to the part where. I don't know how high that jump was to where they got where the train was. They filmed it like it was like he 50 feet in the air.
1: Yeah, I see I heard they improvise that scene. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: because I'm like, it just cause it's kind of like they are running and it's not like a was he on a bike? Yeah. So you know, Scotty Appleton's on foot, chasing Poochie on a bike, going through, then they get to the train. And then I, he, eventually, like, I'm done with all the running. I need to
1: shoot him in the leg. Yeah, he, he just <laughs> – it's a reason why he wasn't working a couple of years later.
0: Mm-hmm. So he gets shot. He's
1: then, back, God damn it, I'm a cop. He's about to shoot yeah. the regular people.
0: Yeah, so they try to get the money. And then you see um hot Kareem there, Christopher Williams, like just watching this. And it's funny where – you don't pay any attention to that because you like, you don't know who this guy is. And you just like they focus on it for a few seconds, like, why is this important? And then it becomes important when you realize who Kareem is, and then it becomes real important later. And it's like they did a lot of foreshadowing where you don't even think about it first. It's like, okay, this guy is important. I don't know why. So so you already established these people. So you already established Nino Brown and you established Scotty Appleton. So then it's like how the cash money brothers brother his start. So you see Alan Payne G money himself because like New York people always hustling on jump shots because New York point guards can't shoot worth a damn.
1: Man, that's 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 cold blooded, but you ain't lying. Go ahead, shooting on you know Alan Payne himself, and
0: I know you said you didn't like Alan Payne, and I always thought like, how come G money didn't make it?
1: <laughs> well, he almost didn't because hell, Tupac almost got this role. He just looked too young. This movie would not work.
0: That's one of these casts, and like, it's just the energy just be off. It is because Tupac Tupac is an excellent actor, but no, you can't have him and Wesley Snipes in the same movie. Yeah. And like him being like Wesley's subordinate, like that, it just not, the energy just off. Like, it's just, it doesn't work. So you see G Money there, he hustling, and basically, the way they got their run, cause they would be, they used to be like small town robbers selling cocaine and G Money discovered crack. You know, I was in there and the bitches, oh, the bitches, they come two or three <laughs> at a
1: time. And,
0: you know, getting all hype. So and it's like this little rock right here doing all this. And it's like it's this funny thinking like the damage crack did. Yeah. That idiot rock. And it's just like and it's funny where I just think about that. Like I'm gonna tell a story. It's funny now, but it's not funny deep down. When I was a kid, I used to have GI Joes, but I had enough money for the you know the guns. I had the, the toys. So I used to be on the street, and I used to see these little plastic missiles, and I was like, oh, I can use these for my GI Joe toys. And then my mom saw them one day. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like I got these little plastic missiles, and everything. This is all on the street, and she smacked them on my hand. Like what you doing? It was a crack vial, son. I had no idea. We just had all these, because they used to have like these little plastic, like the plastic, and they would look like plastic missiles. I'm a kid. I didn't know it was a crack vial. I'm thinking it's like, oh, people just left their toy. I'm just going to use them. And they was all up and down my street when I lived in West Philadelphia. So when I tell you the crack epidemic was a thing, yes. If you live in certain neighborhoods, you've definitely seen a crackhead. And. This is one of the first movies where they do not glam they do not glamorize the use of drugs. It's a reason why rappers for a long time made fun of like drug uses. It's funny think about that now, how people just glorify pills and lean. Cause like back then, like, you know, used to clown you. You used to sing that song, that your mama on crack rock was a song. Remember that song? Vaguely I remember it. Yeah, and the, the chorus went, "Yeah, mama's on crack rock! Something, something, something. Basically, like, make it fun of, and it's like, it's a horrible song when you think about it. Like, the opioid crisis was handled a lot differently when it was affecting us. Oh, oh yeah. Dare. Yes. <laughs> so, their whole thing is, they go and use crack, and then they get the gang together. So, you see Nino Brown's girlfriend, Michael Michelle, Psst. She was probably one of the baddest things walking. I guess she took the crown from Vanity because Vanity kind of like her and Ray Dawn Chong probably aged out by 91. So, and I always knew her like, she got two first names. And mm. why's her first name, Michael? <laughs> That's what I always remember for her, like, you know, her, you know, Selena and then her brother Kareem, who left his job, Wall worked, Street. A bank, worked the a bank. Bank, bank, computers, and he was making. $800 a week which would be the equivalent of today's money of like $97,000 a year.
1: They ain't wanted to sneeze at. Yeah, it really ain't. Yeah, he wanted more. He was
0: like, "You know, simple down there I can make $800 a week working with, with them or $8,000 a week working with you." So basically it's like, you know, I could be a millionaire more or less. Mm-hmm. And their whole and this was their plan like, you know, We're going to take over this building, the Carter, and we're going to use it as our base of operations. (laughs) And the citizens there, they're either going to be our customers or they're going to be our prisoners. And we're going to have security there. We're going to set up computer systems. And it's like
1: they had this. Who thought of this idea? I don't know, but it was on paper. That's all I know it hey, when somebody sat there and constructed what they were going to do, I
0: am like, have, "All right, we gonna have security here, here, and there." And from watching the movie, it seemed like that Selena did that because you hear it later, like, "Yeah, you had me read some books and you taught me this, this, and that." But you know, like, it's kind of like she guided. It's funny, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, she's the one that guided Nino Brown toward his path because Nino don't seem like. It's not that he was dumb, but he seemed more clever than smart.
1: Yeah, he he. I think if it wasn't for her and G Money, this this wouldn't happen at
0: all. Yeah, and it's kind of like you know, G Money had the idea about the cracks She had the idea, kind of like you know, because she's basically you know, dad was a doctor, mom was jacked up, so the, you know, rich family with problems. And it's funny where, <laughs> okay, we might as well talk about.
1: The colorism in this movie. Well. We might as well talk about it now. Like, it's... The more I thought about it when we were texting, I'm just like, I'm not sure. And I, cause I just know how um, Mario Van Peebles is as far as like having blacks in this movie. But at the time and looking at it now, it's just funny how the dark skinned uh, people were portrayed. And then you look at the light skinned people that were portrayed.
0: And it was reversed from how it used to always be that's the thing because i specifically remember because this is the time people don't may not know before it's the barge and prince and you had albie shores and even christopher williams vanessa williams was kind of like you know if you was light you light skin you was in there mm-hmm. and that was the thing that was getting pushed and then new jack city came out and you had wesley snipes and it's like oh you know you won one for the brothers and he out here basically until he runs the ice punking all these light skin dudes and then you got him, he got the light-skinned girl that probably went to Hampton if she didn't go to like an Ivy League school. And it's like normal times, she'd be the one on the pedestal. And he treat her like trash for the brown-skinned stripper girl with the big butt. And it's kind of like, I remember when this movie came out, and I remember how stuff used to be. And we used to make a joke for the all time. Wesley Snipes took the crown back for brown-skinned people, <laughs> and they basically held it till Chris Brown and Michael Ealy came in the late 90s. Cause, movie stars used to look a certain way until Wesley Snipes, yeah. and then they look and then they look a different way. Like we don't have E.G.'s Elba looking the way he looked without Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like we don't. I, um, it's it's our. People, I remember who used to talk about it. I, even when I was young, I noticed that. And I noticed it a lot as I got older. Because I remember how people used to look at certain hues and how they were treated. And then I remember New Jack City coming out. And then I remember all the people talking about, oh, you know, the brown skin brothers took the throne back. That was a, th- people made that joke a long time ago. And it's kind of like, it's a reason why that happened. So, anyway, there was the whole plans, like, we're going to take over this residential city, you know, the Carter. Mm-hmm. Probably heard of the Carter before if you listen to a Lil Wayne album. And That's where he got it from. Mm-hmm. Just in case people don't realize, it's like you know, we got to take care of this one dude, Fat Smitty.
1: Well, you, we ain't gonna talk about my main uh, well, okay, Fat Man Smitty was the uh, dread, the dread, uh, dreaded, dreadhead dude, right? The one that keeps yeah, about, it's, yeah, it's like okay. this
0: skinny dude. And it was funny because I'm like, which one's which? Because it's like this skinny dude called Fat Smitty. I'm like, <laughs> is his name ironic? Because I
1: used to think the dude after the guy that got shot was Fred Fat Smith. Man Smitty. But I thought they just got it wrong in the movie, but because G-Money do say he's a like, Fat Man Smitty. <laughs> Hey, buddy, your services are yeah. no longer needed in the community. Wow, mm-hmm. just walk up to them, blow
0: their brains out in broad daylight. Because, <laughs> yes, Keisha was in there and she was Miss Ride or Die. Like you always need. And it's fun, like you always need that one. And she was, you know, she was that she one. the So... <sighs> It's funny. The plan was diabolical as hell, and yeah. I'm just thinking like, because they basically show you know, you was talking about how they basically singing the acapella R and B. Wait, why wait. this whole thing?
1: Going? Go ahead. Wait, about wait, before. wait a minute. I just thought about something before I get to that. You know, Keisha's Keisha's role is usually for a male. That yes. wild card, wild joker person that you always need is usually the male in all those movies. And this is one of those rare times. I'm not even sure they do it now. Where it's a woman that usually is. That's usually Terrence Howard.
0: (laughs) That's basically that role is, or or what's his face, Um, Hayden Christensen in Takers. That wild card shady dude. Like you know, I trust him, but I'm not sure if I trust him. You know, I know he down. Like he'll do the things that other people won't do because I know he's really down for 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 whatever. Yeah, you didn't. Normally, wasn't women that wasn't doing that. Yeah. So and she, she was, was out there
1: doing. It. She was star screaming without the hate. Rockabye baby. And we get to, get to, to get to what you was talking about, look. So when this whole thing starts, you have troop outside the Carter singing Lemon Just Enough for the City," and money, money, <laughs> money. money, money, money baby. So Fuck. by I'm the time ta- by the time the Carter is established. You got Lavert and one member of Troop out there singing as people going to smoke crack. And I didn't notice that till today. Maybe one of the members of Troop was on crack himself. So they had to slide in
0: Lavert. <laughs> and keep in mind, you get Troop, you get Lavert, you get Guy, you oh. get Keith Sweat, Flavor Flav. It,
1: it's, it's that 90s New Jack Swing. It, it had a lot of those people in there, that that whole movement of Spark far, far sounds- music. This soundtrack was
0: amazing. It's like not only that, not only got the soundtrack, you got the people in there. It's like you know performing. So they going over there, they gunning up people on pissy couches outside. They go in people's rooms, shooting the husbands, taking the babies. Like oh, and meanwhile, Nino Brown put on these suits like he Bobby Brown. (laughs) Like the '90s fashion was insane because like he looked sharp for that time frame. But you ain't dressing like that now. It's like. Get your Vulcan ass! The only out of here. person
1: dressing like that now is Michael Jordan. That's the absolutely the only person. Nah, even Michael Jordan ain't rocking those suits like that. He might wear them baggy pants, <laughs> like he
0: uh, got a parachute on. Uh, <laughs> like uh, but no, nobody wearing suits. Nobody's wearing suits like that, unless you like at the start. Unless you're doing cosplay for Star Trek, because they out there looking like Vulcans. <laughs> And um. Romulus, but he's looking a with that, with the hair and everything like that. The other man got the CMB cutting this on the side of his hair, and it's like you see them flossing, and everybody's getting shot, and all this stuff's happening. So, next thing you know, it's three years later, mm-hmm. and now sudden it's like, oh, we just the mayor's on my ass. We need to do something about Nito Brown. You're late, cause first Mister Old Man coming in. You just let somebody come in and take over housing complex. You don't do nothing. I bet if that happened your neighborhood, the cops would be out there the next day. He right. I'm like, where is the cops at? Hey man, you're gonna listen to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, hey, what I gotta say. I'm like, where yeah, where were the cops? Yeah, that is true. Cause Neil Brown was already known before this happened. So they knew who he was, and they knew he was responsible now. It's like, we need to get Nino Brown. Now y'all worry about due process? But I think, NY, NYPD?
1: I'm sorry, new Jack PD? Now we got to do stuff out the book? Word? What I, what I think was is that they knew about him, but they didn't know how big he became. Like, you know, as soon as they realized it, well, the con is up and running now.
0: Okay. They don't say how long it takes for that to happen, and that's the whole time frame. They, 86 is when they first is decide the plan and then 89 is when people decide to do something about it I doubt it took three years to take over the carter it seemed like that was like a quick thing like two days or like a day
1: maybe that's like let's say a week
0: it ain't some
1: okay okay nobody saying nothing why
0: I'm just saying, no, nobody's like, oh, you know this I'm, housing complex? This is what it I'm just thinking. got taken over, turned to a super crack house. Maybe we need to do, 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 do something
1: about it. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that maybe the way it was shot, maybe he had some more scenes that he was needed to shoot. You know, just like one or two more scenes showing like 87 and 88. Like, did, that, you know what I mean? Just showing what it was.
0: He a housing complex.
1: Yes. A whole ass
0: big ass building with how many and we we've seen housing complexes. We know how big they are, how many people they got. I don't care if it's in the middle of what ghetto. It's New York City. Somebody complaining. KRS KRS one is doing a damn song about <laughs> it. <and> somebody <laughs> complaining.
1: I'm sorry. Listen, That's somebody's complaining, but the problem is do they care enough to go see? You get what I'm saying? Like it may be that I know in that time area, the movies were like how much, how much do the cops really care? Oh, they'll go oh, to this neighborhood, but they won't go to
0: you know the other neighborhood enough that the mayor and commissioner are saying something.
1: Yeah, it's only big. That's only because how big, he, you know, what I'm saying how big he became now.
0: Let me tell you something, man.
1: Because I see. That's I what remember, I'm saying. That's no, what I'm saying. Hold on. That's what something. I'm saying. 87, he should have had something established where this was going on in 87 and this was going on in 88 for us to, you know, flush it out more. Let
0: me tell you something. When you get a chance, I want you to Google Operation Move. And I would just let you know, Philadelphia is a situation where some black nationals took over a few buildings and caused a ruckus. And spoiler alert, Philadelphia didn't wait three years to handle it. You know what they did? They took a helicopter and
1: dropped a bomb on them. Okay, I got it. So I'm gonna look,
0: I'm yeah. And I want you to look how much damage it caused. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just think it's, it's something in the movies no. that have been put in place.
0: And I just want you to think, and I used to tell people all that. they like, this happened. I'm like, I, was, I remember when this happened. Could you imagine that now on Twitter, the, a mayor of a major metropolitan said like, you know what? You know how we're going to handle these people? We gonna
1: drop a firebomb on them, guys, yeah, it's, it, it's,
0: and it's, it's, burn down a neighborhood. I want you to look how much square how many houses burnt down. Brandon on Twitter. Tell me when you get to that part. You look at damages. Mm-hmm. And I love telling the story because, like, people like this actually happened in America. Like, yes, this actually happened in the United States of America.
1: Mhm. You there yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Hold on. I did Mister House hit me. Move on. All right, just keep talking, and I'll I'll, I'll find it. I'm reading. It shouldn't on. be.
0: It should not be that
1: hard to Rusty, find. I, but I'm, I, I'm reading on Mashable, so I'm like trying to find it through this whole oh. article.
0: Okay. Well, I will just tell you this: they they dropped a bomb. It destroyed 65 houses and killed 11 people. You could have went on Wikipedia.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's why I'm on there. That's what you're doing. Wikipedia. I was like, up? 65 know? houses.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Uh huh. When a police helicopter dropped a bomb on them. So, and this is Philadelphia. This is not a nice neighborhood in Philadelphia, but enough people complained about it for them to do something about it. So, you're trying to tell me Nino Brown took over the Carter and that three years later, like, oh. You got to do something now. It's re election time. But whatever.
1: I, I wish I had an answer for that. And like I said, I just think i would go back to the filming of that movie. Like, it should have been I something. Know.
0: I don't know what it says. I'm thinking the answer is people didn't care. And that's the sad thing about it. It just happened. Nobody Because the prevailing notion that you get from this movie is that. Most people don't care what's happening. It's a few that do, but most people are like in my neighborhoods, whatever.
1: Or they took out most of the people that would care, like shooting their husbands and stuff like that. So then no. they just got everybody else scared. I'm talking
0: about I'm talking about in general, the whole idea oh, okay. that know, like, Nino, Nino Brown Brown exists, was able to do that, and it's like, oh well, no shit happens. So Mario Van Peoples, his slick self I'm gonna get my task force know, team, round Nino Brown, stone. And then I got Scotty Appleton who's on He's suspended or you know probation. They don't say what you can kind of guess. It's like he go come to this house and he obviously he obviously live alone because he in there nice nice size apartment for for New Jack City mm-hmm. as a cop. Whole lot of space. Got weights laying around, so he he works out. Like, you know, you came here, watch me work out. Like, what you want? Like, I'm here chilling. It's like, you know, what you still want, Neil Brown? Like, oh, small time, gangster, blah, blah, blah. Roll with G money. but around, robbing. I hate him. What you want? We're going to do something. So he doesn't realize how big Neil Brown is
1: either. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what part of, where are they living at? I'm thinking it was supposed to be Harlem. That's, that's what I'm just thinking. I'm not sure.
0: Because it's like, they know Neil Brown. But they don't really. That's the thing. And I think it's kind of like the old man say. So they know Nino Brown. They have no. A lot of people have no idea this happened. No. And it's hard for me to. That's kind of like even if there's no Twitter, there's no Internet. It's like if something like that happened, you would have to hear from it somehow i telling you, they took out everybody but, that was talking. But they was like, nobody cares. So anyway, you got this team together, and it's like, you know, you're gonna work my man Nick Parody, Judd Nelson. You know, for the longest time, I thought
1: Judd Nelson was black. I was just about movie. to say, you know what? You know, I was gonna feel stupid, but I'm glad you said it because when I first saw that, when I said, oh, he just really, you know, just light skin, he's really, in. and then I was like, what? And I think as I got older and me watching Breakfast Club and stuff, now I was just like, "Oh shit! I didn't realize that was him." <laughs> I'm like, "Is he mixed?" Because at first I'm like, "He just light skin." Then he making all these jokes. Yeah,
0: like, he was too black jokey thing, jokes. and you know all the mafia jokes and this stuff. And like the name, like, is Paredes Italian, but it didn't register when I was that age.
1: Yeah, meets the So I was thing.
0: like, I just thought he was. I'm like, I thought this was just light skin. So I'm like, because he's real, because he's cool and laid back, and it's like he's antagonistic. But he don't seem like you know the out of touch guy, the guy that's got like a sore thumb. He he felt like he fit this whole squad,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he had like some. It's funny saying that. Like he had like soul to him, and it's just and it's just weird. It's like wait a second. It wasn't forced. It was like oh he cool
0: because he's just gonna be yeah, himself, just, and they just had like we're gonna get this team together. We're gonna bring down. Nino Brown is like basically Nick Peretti's this crazy dude that nobody trusts. And it's like, so Scott. So these two loose cannons, put them together and just establish Nino Br- you know,
1: Peretti. He's shooting holes. Is that yeah, the door? In my main crib. I thought this was a wall. In
0: my main crib. Yeah. Doing a smiley face. So he's so he's talented. He's skilled. and He's a lunatic.
1: And he was he got punched in the face with doing some shit like that.
0: Uh huh. And you know, first time joke is like, you know, they talking about the team, and then you're like, yeah, they call us up the Cash Money Brothers. <laughs> and it's the way how you mock a black accent, but it's funny anyway. Because normally it just come off like when Michael Rappaport do it, you just want to punch him in the face. Every time Judd Nelson do that, I just laugh because it's just so. Because he does it a lot in this movie. They some whole they be line stepping.
1: Yeah, if, man. I see. They both line stepping. If if. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think years. I think a couple of more years from now, people gonna have problems with that. 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 You know, him just specifically that role of what he uh, said, no. The character. The character, not him.
0: If you can pull it off,
1: you're fine. Uh, maybe I that's guess whole,
0: that's, that's what I learned. Because you know, I you know I say that Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder.
1: Yeah, but you know, you then still Black-
0: you, you still have that little if, yeah community. No, no, if people only complain if it's you making, they feel like you mocking them at their expense, or if you bad at it. You can still do certain things if you're good, if you good enough to pull it off, then let you slide. And that's the whole thing. I never felt like Judd Nelson was like, you know, yeah, he making fun of the joke, but they making fun of him too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it just felt like I never felt like, you know, it didn't fit. I just felt like, okay, it's just this white guy crashing jokes. And then I see like this biscuit head fool, and i like, he. He trashed them all the whole time. They at each other's throat up until like what but the Pookie third died. part of the movie, yeah. yeah after did, Pookie man. died, because they like they don't like each other. They and it's like you know, you own this old black thing, and you think you're all cool stuff and that. And Scotty Appleton looking at him like, Who's this, this white clown out here? So they get a team together, and then this is all right. So by this point, Cash Money Brothers established. They're doing well, and the times are coming. It's like, you know, I heard you cut us out. Frankie Needles coming out. That, and I just, I forgot. So the girl G Money was dating used to work at Frankie Needles Club.
1: Mm-hmm. I pick so, up the yeah. yeah, so Frankie Needles and G Money have a relationship. Oh, because he said, when he came into the because he said, my snitch. And I always wondered, who the fuck is his snitch? And, they never, and I thought about it seeing it today I was like oh G Money's girl is the snitch cause he pillow talking mm-hmm.
0: yeah G Money gotta see and that's the whole thing and it's just funny like we'll get to it later like so basically this happens like you know I heard you got a new Peruvian connect and you know you didn't tell our man Don Armateo and we need to renegotiate and you know Brown's like nah Self enclosed, but I'll tell you what. You go back to Don Armor and I'll make you some collard green linguinis, <laughs> some chitlin Alfredos, and I'm like, oh, ooh yeah, the whole boy was tight. Mm, he was, yeah, he would be. I'm like, this, yeah, he was tight because you go back to Don Retail Tale talking with these mulions, mm-hmm. you know, with these work with these spickaroos, and I'm like, damn. We back and do the right thing. Yeah, we're doing some shit. Mm-hmm, Cause hmm Cause was like, you know what? We ain't worried about that. These negro basically these Negroes overstepping their boundaries. And, you know, you let say you lay with Peruvian dogs, you get Spanish fleas. Well, they itch they're gonna be there to you know, to scratch the hell out of them. So it's already stabs like Cash Money are doing they CMB doing well enough, they doing their own thing. And it's always a moving involved draw. They always cut out the middle, man. They get their own connect. It never fails. Every, I see every single one has them. Either, either they try to do it or they do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they living out well. So they enjoying themselves, you know, at the club right and things like that. Are we
1: missing the pookie thing
0: now? No, we about to get to the pookie okay. thing. Because keep in mind, no, this is before because this is when they first start investigating. Yeah, okay. Before that, this is... It's a bunch of club scenes, so this is before Uniqua, but this is when they first hit the club scene and join themselves when Frankie Needles first shows up. Gotcha. And it's like they cut him out, and then you get in there when they get to, like, Thanksgiving. Because it's funny, like, all this, it's funny, you could tell how time frames, because it's like fall starts, then they have Thanksgiving, then Happy New Year, and then the stuff after New Year's. So, once they jump to 89, it's like, you have time progression based on all the stuff that happened at the club. They have different club parties. Yeah. So, we jump around, because because first, when they first meet in the club, it's like, okay, it's this time frame. And then next time you see them, it's like Thanksgiving, because they give them out turkeys. Because that's when they're on the roof taking pictures, and it's like, you know, 1700, and the natives are restless. <laughs> and you tell them to <laughs> shut, the, shut the, the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and... That uniform that Nino Brown had on, I'm like, nation. boy, rhythm 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 rhythm. Nation. I'm like, Janet Jackson would be proud. And Pookie out there, Ooh. the notorious crackhead, he looking. He took that bullet. It went downhill. It's like you, you know, he used to be a sticker boy, and then you got shot. Now your oh, funky ass. <laughs>
1: yeah, may just look there. he said, Pookie, look at your funky black ass. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I know.
0: I look, and he like I know a little like stir fry shit, but, but leave your little up. white. Hook and it's up. funny, he looked the, between the makeup and he just looked horrible. Mm, I can see why people. I I, I know it's wrong, cause why people trying to think he was on crack. Cause you watch this, and you don't know what acting is and makeup. I'm like, this dude on some shit.
2: Yeah,
0: he looked way like a crackhead more than Bubbles ever did.
2: <laughs>
0: like it's just and it's just sorry. Like I'm just trying to get some food. And you get a plate. Like hook me up, and then you get some more, okay. and then. You a whole-ass turkey.
1: And he tried to sell it. He tried mm-hmm. to sell it.
0: And hey, this is of tomorrow, you know, maybe clean yourself up. I'll get you a job. All right, man. <laughs> okay. He's the first of many people to make this mistake. Like, I know it feels harsh to be like, you know, you can't rehabilitate after drug abuse and things like that. And it's not that. It's the fact that what they have him trying to do. Okay, I know you used to use drugs. And I know you're getting your life clean. When you get your life clean, how about you be a drug dealer?
1: Well, I think the problem with how the problem with that is how they laid it out because it was like it was his idea. And No, I'm not
0: even talking about the cops. I'm talking about like Nino Brown and G Money. Oh,
1: hiring him. Well, now, yeah, like hiring him to do what? Well, what business what business are y'all in? Well, y'all? first well, first he was the lookout, right? Yeah, first thing he was even, looking out.
0: Like, okay, but even Nino Brown, like, you know, you clean yourself up, you work for me. To do what?
1: I don't An know. An assassin? Because, What yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think is, what was his relationship in 86? Like, was he working for Nino in 86 or did, you know, no, did Nino? He just,
0: they just switch each other because, like, like, you know, I guess
1: Pookie was known.
0: There's a whole things like this. Pookie hadn't been known because Scotty was setting him up in the first place to arrest him.
1: So, was Pookie bigger than Nino around that time? No, but Pookie was known like the notorious base head, like even before he got shot. <laughs> Pookie was
0: already, Pookie was known enough for that to happen. You trying to, you trying to, cause Normie's like, you're not trying to buy like a, cause keep in mind, you ain't like, you know, I'm trying to buy a, a dime bag. He had a whole, but, he had a whole lot of stuff. He's trying to buy like a damn key. Yeah, but so see,
1: that's the whole thing. I, Cause now you're right. Why would you say, oh, I might get you a job? Like it had to be some type of Sympathy? Yeah, sympathy. I didn't want to say respect, but like you, he knew what he used to be. Yeah.
0: Like if you clean yourself up, because he's like, you know, you used to be a man or like a man. Now look at you. It's sorry. But if you ever get back on your feet, you can do something. I'm like, do what? That was my whole thing. So anyway, that's happened. And then this sad scene, they arguing over there all the turkey. Time I had to go, out rain, You know, had to walk five blocks and everything. I had to deal with you know, the pipe with the Iranian and all this stuff. He's like, I used to be the prime queen. They <laughs> just to crack a quad the prime they He did crack laugh. Like nobody <laughs> trying to hear that shit. Like you remember, how I did all this. You think you all this turkey? Mm, mm, mm. And because I'm a,
1: he said, because I'm a man and I can beat your ass. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Yeah, I think I should get some of this turkey. It's like there's a lot of men thinking out there,
0: and Scotty just, wa- everybody's watching. Like this ain't the first time this happened. Scotty just there watching. Like, look at you look how the money have fallen. Just mm. look at trance So they busy scrambling on the ground that Scotty hemmed him up. He recognized he's a cop. He's like, shut up. I'll blow your fucking brains out. <laughs> and then the switch has changed. Like, it ain't my fault. Like, the jokes, just keep calling me. Just call I mean, me. And it's just so damn sad because it's the truth. It's like, it's a sickness and addiction. It's Basically, your body is rebelling against you. It's programmed to do a certain thing it's not designed to do. And you're fighting against yourself and people don't have resp- it's funny where no one ever tell you like you get cancer diabetes why don't you just walk that shit off why don't you bitch be stronger and like that broke leg will heal itself if you just believe in jesus like no one ever say that but how we treat mental illness especially addiction is like we just got scorn just like you fucking piecehead like you piece of trash It's like and it's hard like it ain't it's scotty fault scotty
1: shot him yeah that's why he felt so, I guess that's why he felt so bad and so much like you had to take care of him. I see, is you know, probably that's the whole thing we don't talk
0: about Batman. Like, how many people are on opioid crisis cause of Batman beating the shit out of him? <laughs> <laughs> you, you think about that? Like, if this is real life, the Riddler is on Percocet and fentanyl patches. He just laid it out drooling on himself. Cause Batman, <laughs> I'm beating you on, un- I'm beating the crime. I'm beating crime up. I'm bashing your head against a wall. Like, he imagined the I won't go too much. I'm just imagining all the pain Batman has caused. Listen, I don't kill nobody. I just listen, I just break you up. trust me. If Batman was in new Jack City, he just breaking Pookie's
1: wrist. Listen, don't talk if
0: about it. If Pookie got rheumatoid arthritis for the rest of his life and he don't crack too. We're not gonna like, talk
1: about Batman. We're not gonna do this to him right now.
0: Batman, I'm just trying to slick a dumb man. I don't care. <laughs> It's a mess, I'm gonna I'm break your decan because you're trying to get a damn key. You will leave Batman alone. Stop it. Yeah. Ah, so anyway, he out here, and he just feels sorry for him. It's like I'm gonna take you to rehab, and this rehab scene is long, not
1: long, but like not short. Heart wrenching. It's, it's like, ugh, this, this, like, is it. Those are the conversations that are being had in those places, and things that are happening, detoxing, and all that stuff
0: hmm So, this is going on. He trying to get his life, you know, better. He going to the meetings. He leave a few times. He, you know, detoxing, shivering and stuff. He, you know, Scotty trying to push him to be better. And Peretti, like, nah.
1: The whole time,
0: like, he just looking at this, like, this ain't it, chief.
1: But the you know what I didn't get about that? Because then he says, I used to be poor white trash, Pookie. So, I'm like, okay, so you had a drug problem, too. So, why would you be so... Because a lot of times when you see it,
0: you know who can make it, who not. It wasn't a whole thing. It wasn't that he thought that he couldn't make it. It was like he knew how tough it was going to be. Once they had their plan, that's when it was like, nah, I should have put. Cause he mad, so like I should have put it in. We'll get to it. it was like I should have put it into this because I knew it was a bad news because I've been there. And everybody else is like kind of dancing around it. So anyway, they going through the rehab, the training, doing you know, trying to do a jumping jack and fall. <laughs> he just fell and he finally. He, and he finally cleaned himself up and he's looking like his normal self his teeth look fine because yeah crackhead pookie teeth was looking hard but like he
1: had ash browns on them, <laughs> like so they have some great makeup whoever the makeup yeah. person was did a hell of a job
0: and he's looking clean like i'm gonna try to get my life together and then all of a he's like you know i want to get up, ah, and you know you save my life and i want to put nino away and everything and it's like oh is this gonna be this inspirational thing Pookie helped save the day. Spoiler alert, this ain't this type of movie. No. <laughs> so, so by this time, we're we're like New Year's and they back at the club and they celebrating all this money they make and everybody doing well. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, you know, I yes, am. Yes, I am. Am I my brother's keeper?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Am I my brother's keeper?
1: Yes, I am.
0: And who 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 late to the party? The database. Yes. I am. They <laughs> laughing. And, and then it's funny with okay. And then Frankie New, Needle show up again. And he brought this what was that statue? With the oh. hangman
1: Noose. Oh um, there's a name for, I know the names um, on the lawn
0: Yeah. Like a lawn jockey statue and i'm like this shit is so damn racist he's like oh i love the suit you know everything like that was, you know i give you you remember new year's thing i was going to give you a show of respect and i'm like i thought it was going to stab him uh, you know this he just comes ponytail i'm like this is just it's funny like when, when they have a time to be racist they old school racist
2: mm-hmm
0: it don't matter what movie is. I'm thinking Enemy of the State. They be talking, calling people ape plants. It's like a late '90s movie. Oh.
1: Like, oh, no! I'm sorry, my bad. I was about to say, not only not only that. I'm just thinking about. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the Wu Tang Saga, but the what they did in there, I'm just like, whoa! It was like that even then too. It, I remember when we watched the document. I haven't kept up. I need to catch up. But I remember they talked about the
0: documentary on Showtime, and yeah, people's like, oh, that happened. Yeah, Staten girl. I'm like. Why do people think racing was just in the south? <laughs> I'm like, no, you just hear about that kid. he was burning crosses. They didn't It wasn't burning crosses in Brooklyn, but like, you don't gotta go to the south, like the Mississippi burning for all that stuff. It happened in the North, it happened in the Midwest. Everywhere. It was north. I'm like, y'all forgot about the LA Ice Cube was doing all the song about the LAPD. Y'all just forgot about them. What do you think NWA was rapping about? It was about global warming. <laughs> Like they were some about the police for a reason. Like they like yeah, so that happened. They get in the fight. They kicked them out. And then of course they had a speech with G my like the big part of this is because of you and we gotta make sure we got each other back. We ain't going out like such and such, fighting over Don back in a you know, pissy hallway,
1: like blackie and such and such. Mm-hmm. You know, we got and
0: as soon as they have that speech,
1: hmm, hmm.
0: what happens right after?
1: Yeah, he let a woman get in between them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, you know her name? I can't think of her name. Equa. Neat. Now, if that ain't a a hood
0: name for that era, Tracy Camille John, she out there, but, but and look. it's funny. Of...
1: Hold up, this is the whole thing. Hey, G Money, is that your girl right there? Nah, I only I don't know her too well. I hit the draws once. Keep that in mind. Okay.
0: But okay.
1: Who's also right in the club?
0: Selena sitting there all looking angry.
1: Oh yeah, she over it.
0: And it's like everything you established before is like they get together well and they, you know, she inspired and like that. And I don't know what happened between like 86 beginning of 89 and New Year's 89 because she's sitting there pissed and he out there looking at her and she out there dancing. I mean it is you know it's a God song going on and she looking good in that dress. Got the haircut and she's sucking lollipop and it's like G-Money should have put a should have squashed that from Jump Street. But, but, cool. that's, you know, but that's but no, that's Nino's fault.
1: Nah that's G-Money's fault because he wanted to be cool. Oh no. I, I, I don't know what to say. He know G-Money.
0: Here's the whole thing. He know G money well enough to know if G, you know, because keep in mind, they go back to the penthouse later. So if this some strange ass
1: girl, he ain't bringing her to the crib. True. But he shouldn't have played it off that way either. He should have told him, straight, yo, I'm talking to her. That's what that's what's
0: up. But why is he no even looking at her? He got a woman that's right down right across from the hall. Well, he
1: told you, even if his reasons were trashed, he told you why.
0: Uh, and she looking, she dancing, and it's like, she looking like, yeah, I'm with the number two. I'm trying to get with the number one. based that look, and you know, like, yeah, out there, you know, I'm see, Aaron, you know, Aaron Raleigh singing, you know, I mean, Aaron Hall singing, you know, Teddy Raleigh, they hit them keys. And, and it's just, and then they go back to, and this is when, it, this is when it's all downhill from the moment that damn girl showed up. Yeah they go back to the penthouse they watch the scarface of course and it's like you know the world is mine all my like you know the world is the brothers <laughs> for us, about the brothers us. all mine it's like yeah the world is yours and the king needs to have a seed a legacy to you know something to remember them by and it's like why is she talking like this at first mm. and it's like yeah you know i'm trying to have a baby but you can't have no babies that's why she can't just like scarface that's the whole thing, you know. Maybe that's why she can't fuck either, huh? And she right hey there, cause man. she already.
1: G money won't feel it, Dad. Hey man, come on. Yeah, yeah.
0: cause before it's like you know, uh, you know that G money like G money, you know, no, no leash on me. It's like you know, you know what they say about a dog without a leash. They run around and fuck everything in sight. She, yeah, you know, Selena is tight, <laughs> like she is, man. Like I'm getting embarrassed by this strange ass woman in my house, and my man ain't doing nothing.
1: And you know why she gets he, embarrassed by him? Cause G Money dumbass pillow talking to his girl. And
0: he complains about too. But Nino ain't and Nino just making things worse. Cause he looking eyeball and she like, you know, you deserve the world and everything coming. And she looking at Nino and like that. And Nino looking at G Money, like, you know, go get your woman. And Nino trying to play it off like what you need to do. Go go find the pimples of the booty. Like I mean, Nino, yeah. that's the whole thing. Nino plotting. And that's why I say Nino is weak. Because he did yeah. all this talk about how we brothers not letting some woman get in between us and all like that. But he did all that.
1: Yeah. The next scene.
0: <laughs> he doing all that. Because it's like, you know, she, because he can, I told you not to, you know, I took, why are you telling I told you she gave in the bed. G-Money, why are you you up talking to some strange girl?
1: Exactly. So
0: and then they have the Selena, and Nino you know, you know, have the argument talking about, you know, you embarrassing me and you treat me like trash. Like, yeah, you gave me some books and anything like that. You told me about hooking this thing up with the Carter, but I saved you from a boring life, from your klepto, you know, your house call doctor daddy and your klepto mom stealing stuff on the Bloomingdales, and she get all mad. He, she brushes all my, lip. you know, and that look like you ever put your hand up again. You know, you know, that black man look like, you're know, watching. Like they back on the damn farm. Mass about to hit them.
1: Some damn purple, uh, <laughs> curl of purple shit.
0: Mm-hmm. So that happened, and then come back in the room. She busy making out with G Money, he, looking at Nino. He watches, and he watches, and she watching him. And G Money's oblivious. He has no idea what's going on. Because he in love. <sighs> but he should have. He should have. Yeah. Hey, both it's everybody's fault. G Money should have claimed that, or G Money should not brought him anywhere. Cause like this, if he don't care about her, he shouldn't worry about what Nino does. He obviously care, mm-hmm. but Nino should have been messing with her anyway. Unique was just like a, she's an opportunist, pretty much. So, which is fine. So, so, meanwhile, the whole plan is like I'm gonna have Pookie work there. And he, you know, he's breaking down the whole thing of the Carter, and you realize how okay this operation is insane. I didn't really think about it when I watched it then, because they had they had cards where they scanned them. sure the cards were valid. <laughs> they had you know you walk it, you walk through when you first go in, go through the like base like the walls, like damn Judge Dredd like it's like you know a mega city. And they out there, and you see, you still see the old, it's like the old lady. She just trying to push a shopping cart, and you see these walking crackhead zombies, just all jacked up. And it's like this gotta be hell, because some people still live there. They ain't, they just they don't got anywhere else to live. Mm-hmm. You an old woman, you don't got nowhere else to move, you just, and you just living there, like I said, all, all living hostage. Like you go through here, and they got the guards with machine guns, and you get go through the room. And I didn't know until so this last time I watched it, that dude, with the bat was just watching that dude, like don't try nothing. You remember the dude yeah. that was behind the crack, yeah. and the dude behind him with the bat. Yeah, he was. Out. I never noticed him. Like, yeah, he just watched the whole time. Like, yeah, try it. Yeah,
1: gotta make sure things are right.
0: Get the car scanned again. Pays the money. Goes in there. The, the crack's about to shoot, and then it's like you know you can either take it home or go to Enterprise. Enterprise, like what you know, am I the ghetto, you know ghetto <laughs> travel agent. Got you know you got all this technology. You don't know shit. And it's like, yeah, they ain't know nothing that was going on. And who's breaking down technology is my man. We haven't even mentioned him yet. Park, Russell Wong, the baddest wardrobe by anybody in the movie. He, Russell Wong was dressed sharp. They so said he was showing off in the, the night. looking. I was like, damn, he was because like, he had the one. Well, he had the brown leather jacket mm-hmm. when they was there. And then we had the long white coat. Like when you see pictures of all of them, he got the long white overcoat. I'm white. Like, they you had that man looking smooth i was like you know we break down technology everything like that so they basically figure out what's going on and it's like okay so we got all this we don't have anything but you know no financial records we got to get to there so okay and eventually i guess he's doing a good job being a lookout so kareem knows him somehow and when i give him a promotion bring him the g money is like you know can I work on the computer? Like, can you program Pascal? Who what, and what did he say? Man,
1: can a white man dance? Well, I guess not.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, people change. Like, okay, we go in there. We're gonna try you out because you know you're doing well. There's like, you know, keep an eye on them. Like, what are you talking about? You know, she's like, like sticky fingers. Like, watch them. So here's my thing. They know he used to be a crackhead. Mm-hmm. They know he used to be like a robber. And now you bring him around crack. G-Money. I'm talking about I'm talking about G Money and Kareem.
1: Yeah, G Money and Kareem. That's the reason why they want leaders. Cause Nino wanted Nino want to let that go down. All his faults is no way he would have put uh, Pookie around crack.
0: A former crackhead in a room full of crack. what's the worst thing that can happen? Like, come on now. <laughs> like, that's just a bad idea from the first place. Like, and they know he's shady. They they know he's shifty. That's why they're talking about keep an eye on them. So, you're going to have him around the crack of the money and you know you can't trust him? That's no. I know it's like these criminals, you can only trust so many people. Like, they know he's not to be trusted. You, They put him in position, they yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. Yeah, that was. But not as stupid as the cops' plan. <laughs> And this is when I realized New Jersey police were a bunch of morons. Their whole thing is like, okay, we're going to have you stay in this crack house. And, you know, we're going to be around the crack. Maybe you'll find some financial records, see them on there. And Stone is like, I don't like it, but go ahead. Peretti like, no, this shit is dumb. Like, And they like, why you get all mad? Like, shut up, man. Like, it's your funeral.
1: Like, Because it's like, what you doing? If you look at it in Peretti's eyes, like you said, he was absolutely right, and I just think the character Scotty Appleton was supposed to—I don't yeah. know—he wanted to give Pookie but, a chance to like redeem himself. I am not know what it, makes, was. it
0: Yeah, but Scotty makes it worse. I'm talking about yeah, you owe me.
1: Yeah, they, so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You killed my mom. Not you, but somebody like you came and killed my mom, and people like you ruined everything like that. You got a lot, you owe a lot of people. So. You put all, so one, he going to be around drugs, and then you put all this extra pressure on, like, this is the worst pep, like, what type of Tom though pep talk is this shit going on? Like, this plan was just trash, and Scottie made it way worse for that pep talk. You better do it.
1: (laughs) I, I, I it I don't know what's left in that rehabilitative body of yours, but you owe Pookie. You owe everybody.
0: And Pookie, you know, like Pookie was already like shaky. Like he just he was never that strong. He got it was hard enough to, to beat that addiction. And then you push him right back in that stressful environment. And then you put all that extra stress on them. You walk wired like And that whole thing, like everybody knew it was a bad idea. They was desperate. Cause even Stone was like, nah, I don't know about this. And people people's like, I ain't sure. And what cracked me up is how Stone's such a hypocrite later. Because it was like, but well, we'll get to that later. So Pookie there, he looking at the crack vials and that pipe. And they, also, I wonder how much time went
1: by from the time he
0: was there till he yeah. just felt. Yeah.
1: Because I you know, thought about that, too. I was like, what's the time? Because, I've, you know, that would be a good thing to know. Like, it was <laughs> the next day, the next week, the next month.
0: I still there because, like, the first time he tempted, he doesn't do it. And then he's around the drugs, and he sneaks one. And the next time he's there, and that's the picture. So he's looking oh, all emaciated, and he hit that pipe, and the music changed. It's like lightning. I'm like, boy, they pushing there like drugs, like the damn devil. I'm like, I'm waiting for Dracula to come out. <laughs> yeah. And then he there doing dancing and jumping jacks, a so one and a, a two, two and a three. <laughs> And they looking at her like, what the hell is going on? Like, hey baby, the
1: titty skip milk.
0: <laughs> and then, everybody's like, what's, you know, Park's like, what's wrong with your guy? Like, "Oh, maybe it's a black thing. Yeah,
1: hey, yo man, shut up, man.
0: It's <laughs> like, it's something wrong with your boy though. No, hold on, he,
1: no, no, saying, hey, we say, hey, super fly. <laughs> what's wrong with your boy?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I sent you that picture, <laughs> <laughs> he, he ain't wrong. <laughs> Oh
0: man, but I'm like that line would not play now. No, not at all. I forgot, about, and it's funny. I forgot about that line then, and I realized, you know, sometimes I would just start laughing. I'm like this because he, at least he was, because he was way out of pocket. I'm like, oh yeah, he, him, he super, fly. Him super fly, but oh, he. In- just all off the wagon, G-Money and Dutterman Man show. up like, what's going on? It's like, I'm just trying to get some exercise. He's like, this ain't no gym. gym. <laughs> oh, you think I'm dumb? You think I'm playing? Oh, you think I'm a fool? Listen, and they grab him up there. Oh, This fool, high. Yeah. They punch him like, where you at? Why are you 5
1: You 5-0? And it's like, no. <laughs> Scotty, outside. help me. You're going to die. you going to
0: die. Yeah, take him outside and kill him. They burn the place. And eight, they must have had a plan like a continue because they did that i'm
1: like is oh, this yeah. blade and whistler they got they all did the disc they, they disc. burnt yo they had a yo <laughs> they got out of there and that's i'm like this
0: was a well old world trained machine that nino brown had that got full because they trusted the crackhead
1: yeah and um I'm, did you ever notice this no this part with uh when they were looking for Pookie, and he was like Pookie, Pookie, and when he noticed Pookie, <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen it. It used to be on YouTube, but when he found them, <laughs> somebody made the little uh thing where he turned around to see if the little better Gear sound it was like. I <laughs> know,
0: <laughs> uh, but I definitely need to see that. I was like, Yo, they clowning you. They in there. They got the damn SWAT team. They ain't messing around. Somebody took a hostage and parked there with his leather jacket on. Dude behind him. push Park out the way. Straight gunned them down. Like, <laughs> fuck your hostage. Yeah. I'm, I'm SWAT. Go out there and they dressed in all black and it's a damn shoot. And it's funny the way they're talking about all the cops. that I'm like, I ain't seen no cops getting shot. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm like, it is like a world War machine that's gunning people down so they find Pookie. Pookie neck neck slit and he got a bomb. It's like bad enough, you kill him now, you're gonna blow him up. <laughs> and you are or he's gonna be on fire. They trying to save him with the bomb. It's like, yeah, Freddy didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> when I pull this wire, pull that one. And they pulled another damn thing happened. It's like I gotta find the ground one. Ten seconds. He's like, eh, just pulled one. I'm like. The motherfucker didn't know what he was doing. He was just faking it. White people always trying to fake it so they make it. Because he had
1: to slowly, gently pull out the blue wire. and I'm like, yeah, it didn't work. Just yank that shit.
0: So that happens. And then Nino chilling with his new girl. <laughs> in the bed. I'm like, Nino didn't waste time, mister. We ain't going to let no woman get between us. We going to let nobody get between us. But these cheats... <laughs>
1: Wait G Money Call I know you having a real good time. I I knew nothing but a you know high price ho. hoe a high price hoe. Put me on, on the phone, bitch. <laughs> bitch.
0: It's it's for you. Like I know you having a nice time, but you know, the car got infiltrated. What? got what? Down Shut down, get down now. It's like G Money like, yeah. And then they all got all black, you know, in there with the dogs. And he's like, "Is that
1: the, is was that the dress code if the Carter guy ever got infiltrated? We all go dress it black." It's a morning, a million dollar a week business back in eighteen
0: ninety. Oh man! As matter know. of fact, I want to look up that math. See how <laughs> much that was. million. Let's see. It was, it was Christmas time. Let's say nineteen ninety. dollars. Yeah, this is like this is captivating. And nineteen ninety worth today. So that would be the equivalent of let's say let's do the inflation. Mm, let's see. So 2019, that would be the equivalent of almost two million dollars. So they would they would make it in a week. Mm. A week.
1: It's, it's,
0: ooh. So we talking about fifty <laughs> you know two weeks. Know what two times fifty two is? Yeah. Uh they make it a
1: hundred and four million dollars a year. I think I'll be in all black too. <laughs> what happened? Don't nobody know what happened. Mm-hmm, nobody. <laughs> Keysha, you know what happened. The Dutterman Man. Dutter Man ain't know nothing. Don't nobody know nothing. G-Money. Don't nobody
0: know nothing around G Money. knows something this motherfucker over there
1: fixing his sure. collar on a damn mm-hmm. turtleneck. <laughs> like, well, Kareem brought him to my attention.
0: And Kareem looking at him like, What? He just threw Kareem way under the bus. I got 300 people on him. I can't keep my eye on everybody at all times. Maybe if you was like, you know, if I was what, if I was what, would say. You Nothing. That's why I thought you said nothing. Because that's what I got. Nothing. A million dollar business a week. Reduce the fucking rubble. And then stab Kareem right in the damn hand with the quickness. And then start strangling him with the dog chain. And if it wasn't for the the, the other man coming to save the game, Kareem would have been dead. Yeah.
1: Nino! And
0: it's, and it's funny where you never thought that they liked each other. Or because even because even in Kareem was still down with
1: the squad before that
0: and after that
1: even with him dogging his sister, yeah, he was still riding with him. But you know, Nino, I I'm up now this is me just thinking. He didn't like him from the Jump Street because when he first saw, he said, "What you doing down here slumming that dark skin light skin shit? You mm-hmm. slumming out like, here and there's of thieves." Uh-huh. So he like, always yeah, that, he felt a certain type of job. Way. How come ain't into too big
0: at the bank job with your little computer. You out here slumming with the niggas, <laughs> basically like that. So, and then pulls the knife out. Like you know, this can never happen again, G. Like what's like you slipping?
1: Like you letting letting who uh, I lay the pipe to bother you? Yeah, yeah, that's my <laughs> yes. It's bothering <laughs> me. You ain't get it. And it's like, you know,
0: <laughs> this can never happen again. He's just like, you tell you to leave. And the body, it's funny, like, you know, the whole time there's two bodyguards at the door with the, with the Uzis. Yeah. But they gonna shoot Keisha? But they thought somehow was gonna happen. Like, you know, the, the man gonna, like, what's, what's the bodyguards there for?
1: I don't know. They I gonna jump, they, they, you know. Yeah, they weren't gonna jump. Nobody, Nobody, the the main focal people they were not gonna mess with. Because so, yeah. there's a thing, Keisha... The
0: Dutter Man and G Money are still going to be loyal to Nino. Yeah. Regardless. Or or Even like that fraction with G Money going on. And nobody else got the heart to do nothing. Like Kareem ain't doing nothing. He ain't built like that. And we all know who these other guys are. This is mm-hmm. the background. So at this point, G Money has reached his breaking point between the fact that, you know, he lost his girl and then he got cussed out. Because here's the thing with dynamic G Money always looked at that as like, I'm one in 1A. And Nino always feel like I'm, I'm wanting you too. Mm-hmm. It's always been a conflict, and this right here is the breaking point. Because next thing you know, G money on that pipe.
1: Yeah, which is is really interesting that you bring up because I always felt that when I used to tell people that all the time because they was like, "Yo, why did this drive them apart?" And I'm like, think about it. I said if we in a if we in a crew, crew or group or whatever. And I'm your second in command. Then you never supposed to yell at me. You nobody's never supposed to see you dog me out or say anything crazy. Now behind it is a door, but if it's just me and you, yeah, I can live with that. But in front of everybody, you made me look crazy. All you
0: gotta do is watch the Cleveland Cavaliers and see the dynamic between Kyrie and LeBron, and saw how that turned and, out.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's. And exactly. why are like why Kyrie go to Boston's like because he feel like he a grown ass man and everybody treating him like he's LeBron James' son. Do you so, feel like, do you feel like LeBron is your father figure? Yeah. What? I got a daddy. I'm like, the age, it was, the age difference is not that much. It's like, they can like Kyrie's 19, LeBron's 42. It's like, you no. Know, Kyrie is a grown ass man. It ain't that much of a difference in age between him and LeBron. Like, you no, know, ain't my father figure. Yeah, my face. So, it's the same thing. So, yeah. i now pronounce just <laughs> husband, wife. You kiss your bride. You hit that pipe. And then that, and then at the funeral, you know, a the people there. The funeral looking sharp, and they say, "Bye, Pookie." And then Stone talking that shit, you know, we lost all these hundred thousand dollars of band power hours. All the cops died, and we could still be on this, you know, operation. But two things happened. I trusted you, and you trusted a crackhead.
1: <laughs> He's ready to swing.
0: We ready to swing,
1: and Stone is walking off like. You know, like
0: that light skin pride. Like he just looked at him with the side look. And he was like, you know, you ain't gonna hit me. So it's like, yeah, you know, it's over. Well, I'm gonna tell you, he's kind of like, you know, I lost I know you're mad about your budget, but I lost a friend. He like, it's over. You you just know. walk it off. And then they finally had the speech where Peretti is like, you know, it's my fault, because I knew this was gonna happen. I used to be white trash pookie and everything like that. Basically breaking like, so I guess Peretti had been through it. And it explains why he got he had so much animosity towards the whole plan. It's like, I know how this is going to end. I've been there. He ain't ready for it. And Scotty thought, like, you know, enough try hard. I can
1: overcome crack. Yeah. And that's, again, feeling so bad about me shooting him and him getting him to this point, probably. I'm the reason why he on crack.
0: Yeah. And then they had the speech about, you know, First thing, you know, drug dealers are the worst type of person. They won't sell to their mother. They won't sell to their brother. They sell to homeboys and ruin the community. And I'm like, some of these, some of these rappers be about how they sold drugs to their mama. And I just think about it. You know when he said this line? I thought about Jay-Z. I don't know why, but it's just kind of like It's this whole and one thing this movie does a good job of, it does not really glamorize Nino Brown. Like it shows all the good stuff, but it also shows Nino Brown's a creep and a dirtball. This movie doesn't this movie does a good effort. Like, you ain't read Nino Brown too much. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool,
1: but he stole your man, he stole his man girl.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know. You, You treated your main girl like crap.
0: Yeah. It's like when people watch Scarface, a lot of people say they watch it all the way up until the time until he up at Manolo's house and his sister there. It's like, oh, I don't know where I turned the movie off at that point because like, once that scene happened, you cannot root for Tony Montana anymore.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: And in this movie, it's a lot of... It's enough scenes that happens like if you root for Nino Brown, you're a sociopath because yeah. <laughs> he does. And he do some worse stuff afterwards, so... So it's like, they break down tomorrow, you know, we're going to how to, like, you know, I'm sick of Nino Brown. Like, I forget all this. We ain't putting the cuffs on them anymore. We're going to put them in a the box. <laughs>
1: I'm ready so, to kill Nino
0: Brown. He's like, you know, you ready? Way past ready. Like, I'm like, are you with me? I'm ahead of you. Like, he, they, now they're on the same page. So they jump. So Frankie Needles come out of the strip club, put the hat on. It's like, you know, their whole plan is slick. Basically, you know, we're going to use Frankie Needles to get the G money. To put a wedge between G Money and Nino Brown, what they should have did that first. But the whole thing is, it only works because G Money's ready for that. Yeah, because if it's like G Money, G Money, are at this point is already like you know I'm gonna be the new king. He disrespected me too much, and I'm using cracks, so I don't have the the whole <laughs> enough. My priority's not necessarily in order. And Frankie Needles and G Money have a you know, relationship. Because remember what Frankie and Neil say to, you know, um, Don Armiteo is like, you know, G-Money, he a stand-up guy. It's this Testador Neil, Like, you know, based the whole thing is like we get Nino you know, Brown out the way. Things will be back to the way it was. hmm yeah. So, make the deal to pretend like the Italian guy's the boss. And it's funny how at first I didn't catch how that scene was because they did it together. It's like, nah, I just want you to meet the boss one time. From now on, you interacted with me. So he pretending that Peretti is his boss. And that would make, and G-Money would believe that. It's like, okay, I see an Italian guy, you know, black guy, work for the Italian guy, makes sense. Never question it. Because if it was the other way around, there's no way in the world he would think yeah, that. you're right. And then, it, and then Frankie Needles don't know. Like, okay, so I'm setting this whole thing up. As long as I know, he thinking G-Money doing his own thing it's going to create a wedge between him and Nino Brown. He has no idea
1: they're cops. None at all. That was the good thing about yeah. being a new a new jack cop. <laughs> you under the books, under the radar. Yeah. Playing basketball
0: with khakis on. <sighs> yeah, no
1: both way. of them, no
0: shirt and khakis. Ain't no way. And and church shoes. <laughs> ain't no way. you ain't got no crossover, no slides. Like I, we wore one with the church shoes. If you don't got the little thing on the front. Like, the, you know, the bumper, mm-hmm. you ain't you got no damn traction. They out there
1: trying to hit fadeaways with some tight-ass bank slacks. <laughs> out there reenacted Jordan versus Bird. He cut it out. Yeah. Check, G.
0: Check. <laughs> like, what in the world is going on? And then, okay. So they out there playing basketball no shirt. Scotty out there with a long-ass leather coat. I'm like, it got me hot as hell. Sunglasses on long ass little coat. They like, who is this guy? Who's Mr. Washington? Like he out here, like this guy, this guy look like he police. And they eyeball him, they checking him down. And he like, yeah, what's up, G? And you know, throw the ball at him. Like, yeah, I heard about you, but I don't know. You, you interrupt my game. Get the fuck Like, you just get the hell out of here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I and just then he tried.
0: They, pulled a, they, they all put the guns out. This motherfucker laughing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Walk, walk Mr. Washington, you know, off the court, walk him down the block. and still walks, you know, I forgot what he said. Some if this <laughs> bumper yeah. rise, even blink at you wrong, lullaby his ass. And he's like, you know, don't forget about our plan. You know, I'm don't forget the deal we made. I'm gonna beat the new king. And then Kareem was like, I've seen him before. Yeah, you have seen him before. And this one, it kind of comes like, okay, so that's why that scene was in the beginning. How long is it gonna take for it to click? Because now it's like, you know, well, this happened before he recognized him. So this going on and they trying to ingratiate himself in because like, you know, <laughs> I know you like this scene because they giving the money out in the back. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Reverend Oates there. hey baby. <laughs> Get this money. And it's like, and then the old man back, what are these kids doing here with this idolater? Like, get out here. I see Reverend O's trying to sneak away. He's like, what you want, old man? He's like, he said they, they your friends. They look at you like you God Almighty. You ain't your God. You just a, you not down to a fake. He's like, here you go. Look at you. yet? We ain't got to pop the piss in or window throw out. You're going to do this I have a dream speech crap. Like, you know, and this whole thing is like, it's this whole thing and it's a disconnect between the whole we're going to march Keep Hope Alive, that old generation that, like, I'm just getting money. I'm the super capitalist generation. Like, you know, I get the bag at all by all means. And I personally hate to get the bag by any means necessary generation, that mindset, because that shit's toxic. And people like to brag about, like, you know, that's what you got. You know why? You know why it really bothered me? Mm -hmm. You remember that stuff that happened with Jay-Z and Colin Kaepernick in NFL? Yeah. And everybody was like, well, you know, that's what you gotta do to be a billionaire. And it's it's chess, not checkers, and all that. And you know, you gotta get the band. Like, you know who all think like that? Mitch McConnell. You wanna be him? It's a whole lot of people. It's like if you look down, like if you look deep down at those people, like those people, you do you would never wanna be that type of person, and those people do not like you. So why you so why are you idolizing them?
1: It's like the whole get the bag thing is it's become toxic because you hey, getting the bag is to me, and this is the way I look at it, is hey, I just gotta raise. So yeah, I'm getting the bag, you know, to feed my family or whatever it may be and stuff like that. When the people when people say it now, social media is just like, ugh. No. I
0: gotta step on somebody's neck to do that. I'm like,
1: don't be quoting MLK
0: and puff that of your hero. Like, yeah, he got the band like ask the locks about him. <laughs> yeah, like I'm serious. Like it's a lot of stuff like Barry go like Sugar Knight got the bag of any means that's there.
1: You wanna yeah, be him? That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Anytime I update us, getting get the bag of something different. Like, okay, oh, AEW paying more for a wrestler than WWE. Okay, yeah, they work the system. Cool. They get in the bag because they, you know, putting their body on the line. I'm all for that. Now it's just by any
0: means necessary you gotta do no one became a billionaire by being a saint then maybe you shouldn't be a billionaire then cause it's like I got into somebody like why you hate building out? cause they actively go out their way to make sure that poor people stay poor so they can keep getting the bad about both they don't need and that's yeah that's why yeah. that's the part that people could, like tend to ignore and not think about but anyway this whole thing is there and then he I don't know he thought he gonna pull a gun out you thought know, you going to try to assassinate, you know? They run up and they, he's about to get shot. So, Mr. Washington saved the day, pretending like save saved, you know, Brown. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's a great show, So, and then next thing you know, they in the pool having fun. And by this time, Nico ain't around. He ain't there with a bunch of Asians.
1: Well, what did they, what, what did I text you?
0: <laughs> life imitate, art imitate life? Yeah. Like, oh, this was foreshadowing where he was going. Yep. So, oh, you know, and I'm like, where do you find these girls in 90? They out there in a pool, on the top floor of the penthouse. And he telling a story about how he used to be in a gang. And then it's funny where they drop hints and clues. They do become like Batman 89. Because you know Ice-T, you know Scotty Eppleton's mom was a teacher. Mm-hmm. He talks about that. And then he told a story about Pookie, about how his mom got shot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now you hear the story about Nino Brown. Like I was in this gang and I had a, you know, initiation. The leader, Jughead. Black dude named Jumpin'. Like, what? Now I'm thinking about Riverdale. Yeah, me too. Take this dust and go ahead and shoot somebody. Like, nah, I gotta be a stranger. So he get zooted up on some angel dust and shot some woman. End up being a teacher. So you realize, oh,
1: he killed Ice T's Uh, mom. mom. (laughs) So that was like that was business. That wasn't personal, right? Everything's always it's always business, G. Never
0: personal. It's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you don't like. I don't know if people put two and two together till later on in the movie, but it's like, yeah, because like they drop enough clues, like, oh, so this is real. They it's like Batman Joker beef right mm-hmm. here, and they told them out, you know, something you may not like, you know, G Money trying to make a side deal. He's like, oh, you can't trust anybody. You can trust me, I got your back. Yeah, no, you no, you can't, but you don't know. And then the wedding. Oh boy, damn! This but, is a question I can put <laughs> out there. <laughs> Sweat out there, you know,
1: begging like he always (laughs) doing. So, Keith Sweat out here just singing for a notorious drug lord.
0: I mean, Beyonce will go overseas and sing for like warlords, they pay enough money.
1: Yeah, you got a point. So, that never
0: mind. (laughs) They're sad at this point. Nino Brown's this big time king of New York and anything like that. He had Guy there, Flavor Flav, and it wasn't like some dude, it was Flavor Flav. So, I mean, yeah.
1: You're Also, too, well, never mind. I ain't gonna Look, say it. Yeah, you're right.
0: You try. You, let me put it this way: If L. Chappell was still in power and he asked Fat Joe to come to his, um, oh, his they daughter lean, Kins- they leaning Sarah, back. They leaning back. Leaning back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like
0: yeah. and bragging about it on Twitter. <laughs>
1: you think dip, you think Dipset ain't doing that? Come on now. I mean, Al Chopper asked me to do something. I'm doing it anyway. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you going to do yeah. that? All right. You're right. I'm going to do it.
0: Bird gang. Maybe I did the harpy. So, yes. Keeps us there. And it's like a wet in there. Reverend Oates asked him. <laughs> so, it's a wet in there. And, you know, looking sharp. And he's like, oh, you still
1: mad at me? Oh, forget you then. <laughs> yeah, forget you then. What's wrong with her? I don't know. I don't care. Because this world mm-hmm. is mine. <laughs> he's still <laughs> on that world is mine. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's my
0: world, it's my money, that's gonna be my skis. Disrespect her in front of her brother. They both looking at, like, yeah, this, Ooh, they just looking all heated. And meanwhile, Paredes, you know, getting the diss and everything leaned out. Financial records, mm-hmm. financial records part two is like, you know, and it's funny where you see this movie now, it's like, where's the jump drive at? They got them big ass all oh, that shit would've fit on like a damn thumb drive now.
1: Yeah, you're right. And they had
0: like 20 floppy discs. I'm like, yeah, that's how we rolled, That's shit. how we rolled back then. Floppy discs. Been I've been that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. Now you get a, it's just funny, like I got more space on my phone. You know how many floppy discs it would take to match the space of you know, like a five like five twelve gigabytes? <laughs> shit, that's like a lot. That's like a damn
1: bookshelf oh, on, full on, of floppy disks. Hold on, I want to get this right. I want to think about this. That's got to be like over two hundred, right? Let's see a floppy disk. Let's see what the size used to be.
0: Boy, this see this is what we get. It's the logic. These people used to. it's why they paid a big bucks to listen to us. So it used to be <laughs> how much? I didn't even say how much the space was. I don't.
1: I know um, they. I don't think it was a lot of space on those things, man. It had to be like. You know, Oh, so 1.2 megabytes.
0: Cheat, man. <laughs> oh, that was high density, too. So this was like, you know, so this was the 80s. Let's let's go farther down. See? Yeah. So basically, we we're saying it, it won that much. So the common format. So this is 88. So this 86 when it came out. So let's say around that time was 1.44 megabytes. Man. That's a lot. But if it, yeah, so mm-hmm. megabytes, not gigabytes, megabytes. not terabytes, megabytes. That ain't even a, that ain't even a damn song. That's like an interlude. <laughs> That's a red man interlude right there. That's what that is.
1: Oh man, gotta love technology.
0: <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, so they get all those and then. Weddings happening, you know, you know, you know, flirting, and then the weddings wrapping up, and then, okay,
1: Dane knows the caterers. That's I, that's that's my biggest issue of this movie. Y'all telling me you didn't know these Italians, <laughs> which you,
0: you know is beef that's on the street with you and Don Armateo. But they go both sides. We'll go to that later. I'm like, okay, so it's like you see these strange Italian guys. It's like, hmm they don't look suspicious cause it's funny as soon as he see the dude he's like oh shit it's a hit like he recognized yeah. like something though. like he may not recognize the dude like this is a guy that should not be here and he looks like there's some trouble going on so they pull out the machine guns and when he do do grab the ba- grab a kid you thinking oh he's gonna protect the kid no
1: he uses her as a damn shield at this point it's fuck Nino Brown I mean it was already fuck Nino Brown but this you right here like, oof. you can't root for no more it's like he
0: using the kid as a damn human shield. Like that kid ain't that big. It ain't a whole bunch of surface area. Yeah, both kids. So, so they going on G money there. You know, doing the Metal Gear Solid shooting. I'm a hide behind. You know, I'm hide behind this barrier. You know, Scotty has a chance to shoot Nino. He thought about it too.
1: I could end this right now. And who and, and who us who, who wants to be Rambo? Who saw Rambo one too many times? Damn. Chisha. Chisha. Out there in the open, oh. like all white, and it's like, what what did you
0: think was gonna everybody else is undercover because they played Gears of War? Your ass out there, like
1: this is Contra. <laughs> like how how you... was Keisha? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think she smokes up Cause I'm like, if everybody's oh. hiding behind stuff, why what makes you think? <laughs> nah,
0: she ride or die, and she hi. and the ride, the ride was over.
1: I get it. I get it, but still.
0: I know in The Rock, they was like, you know, elevated position, you had the advantage. But they still were behind stuff. They weren't just out in the open. She out on the top of the steps with all white on. So, like, you an easy target. And she don't hit a damn thing. Zip <laughs> on the ground,
1: she get shot. Not nobody. She could at least took somebody out, but oh well. And G Money running down
0: the steps in slow motion, he hit a few people, and then he there, he broken up like Keisha. You know, so and then you realize like all these people have been friends for a long time, mm-hmm. and then Keisha gone. Then at this point, Selena's like, "I hate you.
2: I've
1: watched you murder Nino, You murderer.
0: <laughs> Cancel this bitch. Get me another one." Oof. So many lines that rap people have bitten off. Yeah, because Fifty Cent bit off this lines. So I forgot what song it is. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and then he get the phone call, Don Mattel to call, like, yeah, we gave you everything, Sagazi's, so the nightclub, you know, all of that. But you got, you know, That's basically, like, you know, so you had to get spanked. <laughs> 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 he's like, listen, yeah, he's like, and then he talks right, he hung up the phone. Okay, now, Don Armateo does this. Mm-hmm. They calls and basically, like, you know, rubs it in his face. Uh huh. So they out there on daytime eating a sandwich, playing spades. Yeah. Like, it's all good in the hood. Oh, I'm being Bensonhurst. There ain't no moulions coming down here to do nothing.
1: Everything was sweet. They ain't think they were going to come down there. They drove down there on a Kawasaki. Got <laughs> down the
0: entire gang in daylight. I'm like, okay. Now, it's arrogance, and it is way arrogant. It ain't, okay, you ain't going to, you know, you ain't going to, like, chill out for a little bit. Nope. We're going to take it to the Masters. It's like, you know, let's hide in because Nino Brown might do something. Like, nah, we got these. These Negroes ain't going to do nothing. That's what they thought. And Don RT out there, like, he wanted to get some sun.
1: Man, He said he, he wanted to enjoy his espresso and play some spades. Do the inside. He want to feel Did the, the air? Like the sun hit him yeah, up he a little he felt that he felt that hot shit. Yeah, it was like, real hot felt. too. Everybody was laid out, he
0: all out. And then Lino you know, there drinking straight from the bottle. Some more breaking news: Don Armatillo, crime boss, murdered, along with ten, along with, you know, ten associates. And he there, you know, and he don't looking rough. He looking like you know, it's the first time he don't have his composure.
1: He look like he ain't had that serum and blade. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So then the drug deal happens, and then they had another man up in there in the rafters, moving <laughs> on like a like, What is going on? Like, why all these things? Like some like video game scene. Like what Nino thought was gonna happen. This is the I know final. Business,
1: this is the final stage.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I know it's like business, but I'm like this a drug deal. You ain't buying a cruise missile. Because it's like, okay, no. you can hang with, you can not trust him, but you hanging with this all this time. You got people
1: the rafters. Stop, stop. stop. Rafters. I, never, I never really paid attention. He was on a crate. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was moving. Like,
0: the other man, like, yeah, we got to the sniper position, just in case. Like, this is not RoboCop. Oh, they there, man. like, 11 deep, and he there by himself with a briefcase. <laughs> Maybe I thought we was friends. <laughs> I thought we was cool. Yeah, we are cool. This business, you know, friends are friends. This is business. And I watched this. I'm like, this is this scene, like it's overkill. So like, yeah, whatever. Then you open up the package and then kneeling down, Kareem memory click is like, I seen him because he was there when Pookie got shot. He's like, I knew I seen him. He 5-0. And you know, make up the face. And G-Money make a big face like, oh, I'm about to die. <laughs> he, realized, he just realized he got used. And it clicked, and Nino just pissed, and then Paredi drive through, and they have a shootout. And this is when Nino Brown becomes Splinter Cell because mm-hmm.
1: he took your boy out. He took your boy. Out. He took a couple. Of people out.
0: I know. I don't know if you. Let's talk about this. <laughs> now, Nino Brown has not been established to have any type of like you know special skills
1: at all. This you know what this was. We only had to go through this because you know this is this is some vanity shit. Hey, you know I do uh, karate and shit, so you want to Well, hold a
0: thing like this? Wasn't was wasn't was established yet that he was like a like Wesley Snipes wasn't a karate man, was he? No, like karate man. because this is pre devolution man.
1: I thought it it's was like known early, back then they like he studied martial arts. I thought I, maybe maybe I, maybe it's a few years later. I mean, by
0: the time Blade came out. We kind of knew that, and like, like if you saw *Passenger 57* and *Demolition Man*, yeah, those movies came out all after this one. So it's like, and keep in mind, he didn't ha- he didn't have any hands before this. He definitely didn't have any hands after this. When we saw the fight, you saw what happened when he was fighting Ice T, shooting the fair. We saw that end up. So you know, first he pretends he's dead. No, no, first he's hanging, was from the ceiling? Yes. Alright Arkham City, what is that? He hanging from the damn stillness. I'm like, oh. hanging
1: from what? Oh, man. he's he's a ninja. Yeah. I'm telling... <laughs> Jay, I guarantee you, I guarantee you he had a lot to say about You know I'm just you know, how do you say, Hey, what do you think about this scene? Hey, I can do this, and you know I can do this when we try I but you more have people like Negro please. And then eventually he got his way
0: because right. mis- I'm just thinking like this, like how ridiculous this was. Because first he does that, slits the dude's throat, hanging from somewhere, and then you know people still getting shot. Park is, and this is the main thing I got mad about. Because park there, investigating he still got the leather jacket on. And he see the dude like, oh, one of my cops laid out in his needle brown. So he killed the dude, and then took his jacket and hat, <laughs> pretend that he was dead, just so that somebody sneak up. Cause he stabbed, part like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like he
1: was like, with the quickness, stabbed him. He felt in that, his mouth, he, he, it was hot. Mm-hmm. Whatever that blade was hot in him, he ain't like it.
0: <laughs> that shit, that shit was a damn Lord of the Rings blade. Like he was stabbing a damn goblin.
1: He hit him with that one thing. He screamed
0: and then moaned. It was a rap. pulled it out there. Put the hat, you know, put the hat on. their bounce. So Nino escapes, and then. The Dutter Man's fighting Scotty and they shooting out there on the Super Crane.
1: <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm so bad I didn't notice that right there.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they fighting, so he falls and then, you know... No, matter of fact, no. Peretti is fighting... Who was, who was fighting on crew? Was Peretti fighting the, the other Man?
1: No, I thought it was Scotty. Scotty was fighting him because Peretti was down low. Mm-hmm. And then, matter of fact...
0: No, okay, because I remember the Man fell. And No, matter of fact, you're right.
2: Yeah.
0: No. Um No Peretti's fighting the Dutter Man. Scotty's on the ground. Scotty shoots the Dunder Man. The Dunder Man falls off the crane because Peretti sees who saves him. He just looks his head down like, oh, I ain't going to hear the end of this. Then somehow, even after getting shot five times and falling 20 feet on his back, the Dunder Man rises up like the Undertaker. Or like Tyson, <laughs> still about to shoot him. Because then Peretti sees him with Scotty back turn he shoots him.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, you're right,
0: you're right. Yeah, and I was like, okay. Yeah, you know, make, make love, not hate. <laughs> what happened to that
1: so, <laughs> oh shit.
0: uh it's a lot of stuff. I'm still laughing at the fact he he slipped that man's throat while hanging upside down like he was blade.
1: I never really I, I always thought about that I'm like I never really paid any attention to that I was like because you're right there's no setup there's nothing that makes you say he's athletic he can do this he can do that it's just there. And he just out there plotting
0: like he, he became Rambo for like five minutes. <laughs> like, I don't know what scene is more ridiculous. That scene and when he put the dude jacket on. Because he could have just ran. He like, nah, I got to get one more body in. You want to get walled.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he got him. And then they're yeah. out on the bridge. And it's the scene people remember the most from this movie. And it's like, you know, where my, my brother's keeper. You know what happened. The world is mine, all mine. You remember basically, that? Like, it, yeah, Nino's like, you know, he played you, G, made the side deal. He's like, you know, G on crack.
1: You suck it on his glass dick. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, you know, you embarrassed me. You made me feel spineless. Come and on, like, man. You got to hit that better.
1: You embarrassed me, man. You embarrassed me. <laughs> you made me feel spineless.
0: Like, what you wouldn't have f- had shit without me. Like, we did this, basically, like, we did this together. Together, yeah. And you just pushed me to the side. And it's like, you know, yeah, it's like they both justified, And I think G-Money more justified because the whole, okay, G-Money, they make mistakes. This whole thing start because Nino's greed and ego. Yeah. And as soon as he started messing with his
1: woman. I'm Listen, like, Damn. the reality, like you said, the reality is, is because he started messing with his women five minutes after he said nobody's going to come between us.
0: And yeah, nobody gonna come between them I'm about to get between them, them These damn fives, though So mm-hmm. And it's like you know We need to go back to what we was It's like you know now nah, I'm on the run G Like I love you We ain't no going back to what we were To pull the gun out Am I my brother's keeper? Am
1: I my brother's keeper?
0: And she, yes Yes I am Shoots him worst Crying
1: worst, The worst death scene I've ever seen, because the way he mm-hmm. crumbled, I was like, what? <laughs> and, he,
0: and, and Nino crying, and it's like, yeah, these were friends. like Even when all this stuff happened, and it's funny where you think about this scene when the same thing happened to Wire with Stringer and Avon. Yeah.
1: Now, let me ask you this question. Was Nino supposed to, to think about shooting himself? Because he kind of raised the gun up like, man, I should just kill myself. Nino ain't... Nah, I need well, we know he's a yeah, coward. No, yeah, we
0: know he ain't doing that. No, it. it's nothing about him thinking about Like, he doesn't want to do this because this is like his best friend. Like, they've been friends from Jump Street. And this is his last friend because Keith's the other man dead. Okay. So it's like, this, this is my last ride die, but I can't trust you anymore. Like, you know, you're my friend. I love you, but you're not that same dude anymore. Like, I can't trust you. Yeah. You show. Because, like, yeah, at that point, he couldn't trust G Money. G Money was trying to knock him out the paint, too. Yeah. Justified or not, it's like that's friendship gone. It's like you know, and we ain't running together because you get caught, you snitching, well, compromise
1: He did give him a fair warning. If he's not who he says yeah. he is, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill you. And he laughed while he was smoking crap. <laughs>
0: I'm okay. And, and the product, like six percent cheaper than we gave before.
1: Oh man, what a what a what a hard fall. The last uh, what is it? This last, this is the last what? Fifteen minutes right here, right? Yeah. He, so at this point,
0: out. yeah. Because before it's like you know they asked him where Nino Brown is. It's like I ain't telling you shit. He brought it. We won basketball tournament. He brought us all brand new scooters. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, Fat Joe. <laughs> it's like yeah, they they were at the rucker. <laughs> like he propositioned Joe or something. So it's like I'm like, you a cop? They run, they catch one dude, and he's like, yeah. I tell you, because like dudes working for him short him $5, Nino you know, set him on fire. Damn!
1: Shit. <laughs> set him on fire? And you could chop a finger off of something. You had to set me S- on fire.
0: Cyrus the virus brown? Like, it's like, yeah. And it's like, they do enough the they drop enough clues like this, like, you need no piece of trash. All the way. He's like, yeah, he up there on a such a floor, but watch out, guards. And then, okay. Were they in you know, Was Scotty Apples in the army? We don't know. They dropped some stuff like they had. Both of them had some type of training. Him and Peretti. Yeah. We don't know. because uh, I'm asking that not because how Peretti snuck up with like hate. Although, like, hate Buckley. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're
0: gonna ignore that because I definitely remember that. Like, he had, he had to really have to go there. <laughs> the last thing to do before he dies is a racial slur. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know, what's funny, a black person wrote this movie, and Mario that people directed this, so
1: they read the script. Wait. And they like, <laughs> wait, if, if I gotta get if I give Stallone. Uh, shit about his right I gotta give Mario Van people shit about this. He let that shit fly too. <laughs> he let all of it
0: fly. And all bu- of it.
1: Buckwheat Buckwheat. <laughs> Pow. And if you don't know who I was like, if, you don't, wait a minute, if you don't know who uh-huh. Buckwheat is, because you might have somebody young in this list. If you don't know who Buckwheat is, type in Little Rascals Buckwheat and you'll, you'll see what, what he was when he was imagine talking that's about. that's the last thing
0: you hear before you die. Like, damn. I'm going out like that? I'm threw go a watermelon at me. Shit. And then, Scotty swings through the window.
1: Uh, it's almost like they were special agents and not police officers. You know what I'm saying? The stuff they were doing. Are y'all swat yeah. or something? What's going on?
0: They out there, Nino dive under the couch, shooting with the gun or anything like that. Um, Scotty ducks. And then unique will come out with a Ax kick, kick the gun out. I'm
1: like, what, what, what okay. You, what, what type of training you got?
0: Oh, you swinging on that pole. So I'm sure she swung that leg before. Yeah. You know And then you saw how Scotty handled that
1: Batman style. Mm-hmm.
0: These these hands are unisex. <laughs> Batman style. <laughs> and then they have a fight, and I think Nino got like one We
1: handle no fight. He whooped his ass.
0: <laughs> I said in quotation, you didn't see me. He might have got one punch in Scotty. And you know, what's weird knowing Wesley Snipes and all the training he has and knowing how credible he is to see him just get his ass beat
1: by somebody because it's, it's different than a demolition man. Like, okay, Stallone is Stallone. But You want me to tell you something about that? We, I know why you're saying that too. They did, you know, um, uh, he didn't want to do that role, he wanted to be Scotty Appleton. It's funny now, like, hearing that. He wanted to play him, but they said they specifically wrote Nino Brown for him.
0: So they don't – yeah. Yeah, it like, it don't work. I mean, because not that Wesley Snipes going to be Scotty Appleton,
1: but I don't know how, like, then who would be Nino Brown? I don't know because I know Ice-T surely couldn't have he – he probably I mean, he couldn't no, have brought what no, they so needed they, for the role.
0: Ice-T could have been it, but it would have
1: been a whole different
0: vibe. Cause it's like you can see, Ice, Ice T being a gangster
1: like yeah, yeah, that's, that's
0: easy. Believe, it's like trespass. <laughs> Basically, it's like so. It's like he's not gonna be. It's funny where we talk about the charisma. Ice-T, like you know, he used to be a pimp. Like Ice T has. It's funny. Ice T has a whole lot of charisma. It's just a different type of
1: charisma. Yeah, it's and it's I, more and super I fly. See, no, no and joke. I can
0: never see. And the whole thing is, I can never see Ice T being cowardly.
1: No, no. No.
0: Yeah, him being a coward like that era, I see is like no. Like, you think about the actors around there. Like, who's that age frame? Like, you know, so it's ninety one. So Ice Cube, no, same reason. He and he's like too burly. Like he does. He had a different type of energy. Denzel, you couldn't believe him being villainous enough back then. Who else? I'm trying to think, so we talking about like ninety, talking about like ninety-one. So who's like black actors? So this is before, so this is pre Morris Chestnut and all of them.
1: Yeah, around that time, it was it really wasn't that many people. Yeah, this is before. Yeah, because keep in mind, all the Tay Diggs and Omar F's and all of them
0: came after. Like Juice comes out after this. Yeah, and they way too young. Like all them all too them, young. So yeah, all of them were like too young. So it's like. <laughs> And everybody's Air, too old. Danny Lover? No. Too old. Too established. Morgan Freeman, same thing. Um, Will Smith, not a thing yet. Oh, not at all. Um, Carl Weathers, no, too old. Too old. Yeah. So you think about it, it wasn't anybody else that could have been Nino know like Eddie Murphy. Mm. And that's a completely, I mean, and it's like, like, you couldn't believe Eddie Murphy's serious. Now, yeah, you could believe that. Then, because I don't know if a vampire Brooklyn came out before this or after this. I think that was late. But, yeah, it's and it's, it's funny, thing about that, like, you know, there wasn't really anybody else that could have been him. Because I'm just trying to think like 91 black actor, just like you know, could be a lead in a movie that just had that charisma, that role. Damn, yeah. I'm looking through the names, it's like, is nobody popping up because it wasn't like it was a lot of us to choose from to yeah. begin with.
1: I think it works out, I think it works out now, but it's just funny that he really wanted mm-hmm. to be Scotty and I'm just like, that's a that's really a different movie now.
0: A whole different movie because it's like, it's no, this movie doesn't work without Nino Brown and there's nobody else that could be Nino Brown. Unless
1: you're gonna make Nino Brown a white man. <laughs> I mean, that's the a- only
0: person, yeah, and then it's not, it's a whole different movie. Yeah. Leon, maybe. 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 That's the only person I could think of, like, maybe. Because he was, he had the energy for it.
1: I think he could put it off. And he, would, he had the physical, Kyle,
0: yeah, he's the only one, but it wouldn't have been as good. Yeah. And it's funny, like Leon was in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You think about like cliffhanger and weights. It's funny, wait. Of course, you know five heartbeats.
2: <laughs>
0: so, um, no, was it? Was he in a five heartbeats? Or was he in a Temptations? Five heartbeats.
2: He was in both, okay. actually. He was in, both. in both. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> playing different roles, basically. But um, no, I'm just so anyway. They having this one sided fight. <laughs> he. Beating him down some steps and like that. And then Bray's like, bring him down to me. He uppercuts the shit out of him, like Mortal Kombat, into a bag of trash. Like had to be a good 15 to 20 feet up in the air. Yeah. And he jumps down, doesn't sprain one ankle nope. or Achilles or nothing. Yeah, he trained. I'm sorry. Yeah. Cause he was lifting weights in his apartment. And it's like it had to be something like he was in like the military for was a cop. Mm-hmm. We just don't get like the backstory. Like stuff, they mentioned something a little bit when they first meet with Peretti in the in the apartment. I forgot what they said, but that was Peretti's like, jacket, right? It wasn't his. No, they talking about Stone. Stone was talking about something about both of them. Mm, I had to go back and see. I have yeah. So anyway, they had that fight, and then he pulled a gun out. He's like, I want to shoot you so bad, my dick is hard. <laughs> And he's going to shoot him. And he's thinking about it. And then, oh, we forgot. District Attorney Hawkins. Miss Hawkins comes out. Like, you know, we're going to do this right way tomorrow. We're going to testify out there. Because you know she's serious. she got the natural Brown skin with the natural hair. So, you know, she about her business back then. And then Selena's like, I'll testify even if i got to give up my life. Because she's had enough. That's how much he pushed enough to, like, I will. Even if I die. I want to snitch.
1: Mm-hmm. Fuck hell. Even if she got a snitch on herself,
0: and she and he was like, you know, don't go out this way and pull the gun out, and then he let him grab the gun. And somebody was like, give me the gun, I'll shoot him. Like somebody in the background. And then they had the trial. Ooh, this trial. This trial. This trial. This trial. Mm-hmm. So. Where do you want to start?
1: <laughs> What's the start? You might as well go ahead and start you might as well just go ahead and start with the famous part is Dito. With Dito has to take the stage
0: First cause first they're interviewing, like, you know, the is like this to remember the C M B and point out the Neil Brown and that Scotty Afflication, he removed your hat and glasses. He <laughs> you know, you know the, yeah, you know, you're drunk, that's what drug dealers do. They rob and steal and blah 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 telling that trash. He's like, you know, I'm not guilty. You're the one that's guilty. This whole course guilty, just going on and on. You oh, know, the politician. All the no,
1: who lobby against. Them.
0: <laughs> like, thank you for your geopolitical stand. Like, look, ain't no Uzis made in Harlem. <laughs> ain't, ain't, no know, ain't, no ain't no poppy fields. Like, this is business, this is the American way, and it's like, yeah, he's right, but still. That's because that don't mean you got, and that's always been my argument. Yes, it's a corrupt system. Yes, it's pushed here, but that don't mean you got to be the one to sling.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: guess what? You sling it to your homies.
1: Hey, but he was, he, he was, he, he it wasn't his fault though. Whose fault was it? Oh, the miracle, the
0: game. Oh, you know, they said no. Yo. Oh, we get to the point, come <laughs> on, you know, I wasn't born a silver spoon in my mouth. Miss Hawkins. <laughs> You know, I wanted I mean, to say no, and they threatened to kill my mom. Who we like? Who, who what? Who? Them? The leader of the CMB, Kareem Akbar. <laughs> Wait,
1: the Akbar, bro- the educated brother from the bake.
0: <laughs> Wait, I, his last. So their last. Okay, I just thought about that. Their last name was Akbar. Mm-hmm. So the dad, I guess. dad was a doctor he's a Persian? What okay, I never thought about that till just now. What's going on? You got me. That last name is just not you just to pick a name. Okay. I because people ask me my last name. They like, what's the story behind that? And I'm like, don't worry, I'm American. That's the story <laughs> behind it. Is that on your birth certificate? Yes, it's on my birth certificate. Yes, that's my last name. No, don't worry about why. Yes, I'm American. I was born in America. Yes, so I understand about names. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, he always said that name, and I never thought about that till now. Kareem Akbar, the head of the CMB. Mm -hmm. I have so many questions about, okay, so the mom was a thief, dad was a doctor. Established doctor, so it's, it's, had to make enough money that they went to private school, boarding school, and he got this big time banking job, and she just chilling. Yeah, what's their ethnicity? I don't know. What's the mom? Okay, it, it's either mixed or he converted. The dad converted.
1: I got no answer. Selena, it's Selena in- Akbar. Wait, no.
0: I don't know. They brought they brothers sisters. Yeah, See, married around.
1: I get what you're saying, but what I'm trying to figure out is the ethnicity. And what I'm thinking is the oh. the dad. They got the dad's last name. So
0: know. the dad is so the dad is Middle Eastern. The mom is black. I mean, because that's they the both look, one thing I can think of. Look, they both look mixed. Yeah. I don't know if they are or not. It's like you can believe them. They're, they're mixed. Because I remember this, you know, with Vanessa Williams, all the stuff she dealt with, but that's neither here nor there. And it's like, hmm, kleptomaniac, unless
1: maybe the mom white. That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. Kle-
0: kleptomaniac stealing, she bored, because like, that's a white, I mean, not to say stereotypes, that's a white woman crime. <laughs> you just boosting Macy's name like the Bloomingdale's because you're bored. You probably don't get caught that much because I mean, they ain't 40. The reality
1: is the way that the way that's always portrayed, even back then, even before then, when they were showing on TV and specials and stuff, it was always a white person. So yeah, I can see. Mm-hmm.
0: It. And it's like, you know, she bored she looking for some, you know, something different and new. Nino Brown excited him. And then he's like, he's like he's the hood dude that got this exotic girl. It's like loving hip hop. <laughs> you know, I I love we do shows like that. I never spent too much time thinking about that till now. <laughs> And I'm like, wait a damn minute. That la I'm like, cause I'm Muslim with the last name. I'm like, so when I see somebody that looks like that with that name, and I'm like, he don't seem to type like he just converted one day he's at the <laughs> be- There's nothing about him that screamed that. And I'm like, hey, you know what's funny? His first name's Kareem.
1: Yeah, Kareem Akbar. Yeah.
0: So it's like, you folk you know Kareem, I'm like okay. But it's like you, you got Kareem Jackson's, Kareem Browns, so you don't think about, it, but like Akbar. So anyway, sorry we got distracted on that because that blew my mind. It's like so all of a sudden it's like Kareem there minding his business. All of a sudden he got the. I'm like, how you know you not know say how you get fired on your day? Off? How you get arrested on your day off?
1: Hey, but the, the sweet thing about that is Nino had that shit set up because it would make sense. He's mm-hmm. smart. He worked at the bank. Like ain't nobody gonna think Nino he could easily pin it yeah. on him.
0: No, and there's no records leading toward him and it's yeah. like and then they they go in here conferencing and it's like okay you getting like a year what a jail and it's like you know we had to get drugs off the streets you know he was the name and like basically like you know dope on what's it with the wire dope on the damn table <laughs> oh
1: I know Sky had me pissed. Yeah, because they talked a good game about getting him arrested. Don't do it this mm. way. In a year, no, he gonna. Yeah. Hey, no, Nino you
0: know. was like, I'll be. Nino more like, I'll be out in a week. You're a dead man. Hey, why don't you come work, and, for me? you come work for me, Tito. <laughs> he's like, you know, justice is served. You know, it's the American way. You know, to, you know don't worry, maybe come work for me. He gave him the the eye blink, and I know he gotta be pissed. So I'm like, I know we talked about the lawyers on the um. That lawyer from Conair. This is worse. It's way
1: it's worse. Absolutely worse because she actually talked a good game. She actually had them thinking like, "Oh, we look at them in Blase Blase." But with the new information now, this is the best we could do. We got drugs. What list. new information? All he did was drop a name. They think that about Kareem. Kareem Akbar. did it,
0: and it was like, "No, Your Honor, can we get some evidence?" Kareem Akbar, he did it. I I know what Takeshi was doing. He at least had to, like, drop down. You know, he had to tell people. What the hell? Okay. I I know they were like, my brain is broke. He out there, everybody know, because keep in mind, Selena testified, Scotty testified. They got all those CDs. So they all know what Nito Brown doing. All he need to do is give a speech about, you know, this is Chestnut not checkers. The society made me, but it wasn't my fault because Kareem did it. Wait a minute, he the head.
1: but wait a minute, Shahid. All those records is the records that he did because when not he working with the computers and shit?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's all his shit that he was dealing with. So if you know, I'm like I'm the middleman. I designed the computer system. I ain't the one at
0: the head. He's like, yeah, he's the head of the CMB, and people going not believe he the boss. This street, this street gang. I took up the car that's controlled by this this man. Walter White
1: was not a thing yet. They were just thing, the
0: thing controlled by controlled by Doctor Claw. Basically, that's what Kareem was.
1: They were ahead of the gang.
0: So you trying? So basically, Scotty afterton was Inspector Gadget. Yep. Oh my god! I don't run the Decepticons. It was my whole. It was my man, Sound <laughs>
1: Oh my! God. That new I'm information so threw things threw things into a loop. But look, oh forget all uh-huh. that, man. We got to talk about how people kept joking or Ice tea ethnicity in this movie. Wesley Snipes just T- called his man Tito, like he's Spanish now. <laughs> what, what? What's Either, either that or T- he's oh, talking
0: like Tito Jackson. I know what this one is. Like, yeah. And then he, everybody was getting slandered. So he walking out. You know, glad American justice got served. You know. Hi, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. That was slick. I don't know her! Oh, <laughs> your soul is required in hell. Like Castlevania pulls out the little gun, shoots him right in the heart. And you know, got shot like, I wasn't supposed to die like this. Falls with his arms folded over the banister. And you see Peretti and Scotty Boopsy smiling.
1: No, Peretti smiled. All, all Scotty did was put on his sunglasses and walk away.
0: Ray's like, yeah, I guess this is what's served. And his story, like, no, this could be any city. basically, like a PSA: drugs are bad. And then the music plays.
1: Yeah, man. Um, this is this is a classic that holds up, no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, this was a long ass show too, because we spent a lot of time talking. It really but is. it was. It's just so you know. It's funny watching this, rewatching it. It was so many things to think about, both positive and negative. Like I couldn't change. It's a lot of stuff that's unexplained, but I don't think it's not necessary. I was still wondering about the whole why? Why they call it New Jack City, not just <laughs> New York? You know, I know it's the New Jack Swing era yeah. and everything like that. But it's, they mentioned other New York areas. But they,
1: yeah, because they start talking about streets and i'm like when i start hearing the streets i'm like but they they always avoided saying new york city like they purposely ignored saying yeah, that yeah they, so, they mentioned
0: like, harlem and the bronx and manhattan and like that but they don't say new york city so all that goes on and then it's just i'm still amazed that he was able to plan all of this pull it off and nobody do nothing and it just shows like nobody nobody cared
1: enough to do anything till they care yeah, by the time they cared, he had already built his uh forces.
0: election, election year. The mayor on me. The chief on me. I'm trying to keep my job. You get me Nino Brown. And they get the real head of CMP. Kareem Akbar.
1: <laughs> so, as far as episode one of Classes Go, new Jack City still holds up. Uh, if you watched it, you already know. If you haven't never watched it, which I'm sure anybody who's listening to this, you had to been watching it. So, hey, go watch it again. Check it out. Maybe you missed some things. Maybe we uh Mm -hmm. you gotta go back and catch some of the things that we were talking about. Now episode two is gonna be interesting because there's a lot of ways we can go with this.
0: I'm picking episode two. You let the fans pick you you let the fans pick episode one and I was thinking about what to do episode two, and I was thinking, What's a spiritual sequel to New Jack City? And something that's kind of related but more updated. And you know what movie I was thinking? State property.
1: Oh, yeah oh man yeah okay that's, that's easy
0: state property because it's kind of like one of the you know because this was like quick talk for we rappers the show it was you know it was a time when rappers was making movies I don't know if they still do it <laughs> no anymore yeah. but it's like that was a thing for a while and everybody got into it some had more success than others I think basically it kind of started with Friday and then it went from there and the budgets always varied. You had some high concept budgets like Belly. And then you had all the stuff Master P Master P had a whole career doing it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you've had some bad ones like Belly 2, which we will never do. Absolutely yeah. not. But state property is one I want to do because on the budget it's one of the most probably one of the best ones. Cause it's like it knows its budget, it maximizes its budget. And everybody's in their wheelhouse as far as like acting. Oh. Where it's yeah. like you know, they believe in what they're doing. And it's it's funny because I watched the first one on D V D and it's like you know, right when the I remember the album came out, Ronald Thomas, like yeah, this is when Beanie Siegel was a thing and him playing a Philly Monsters, like he's menacing. But it's the same way we're like he's a coward too. Is but he? you don't really. Yes, because the whole complaint is like everybody's doing all the work, you know. No, he's real menacing. He's a bully, but deep down, he's you know he's not as tough as he portrays himself to be. Okay. And you gotta you gotta watch and pay attention to realize because like if you're not looking, you never know. It's like the same with New Jack City where like you watch it, you don't you don't realize like you know Brown's a coward. That's why I want to pick it, and it's just and it's like it's some good acting in this from people who not necessarily acting.
1: Um... And it's
0: and if you ever want to see Jay Z in a movie, this is the only time you see him in a movie.
1: <laughs> I mean, you get so, the the backstage little thing, but actual. Movie, I'm talking about a
0: movie, a movie, movie. Yeah. yeah. And Damon Dash is a prissy mob boss. Uh, so yeah, this is- yeah. And I would say State Property One will definitely do because State Property Two, no, no, no. I saw that at a movie theater. I'm like, they gave y'all more money. Y'all just, y'all just. Why y'all turn to a comedy?
1: Yeah, no. We just state property one is fine. So, yeah, that's cool. We can definitely do state property one. Um, For uh, the people that asked, you see, Shaheed is on the show. Relax. I got it from you about the Joker thing. And then I got it from somebody else talking about some, man, what? You you and Shaheed ain't doing shows tomorrow? Are you even listening to the shows? (laughs)
0: Wow, it was like You kicked me to the curb. It was yeah. funny. I was I was joking when I said it because I already did a show with Jeremy. And I was like, I talked enough about that silly movie already.
1: I wasn't interested in doing it again.
0: I didn't. I was like, let me stop. You probably think I'm serious.
1: At first, I thought you were serious. I was like, nah, he clowning now. But I still felt kind of bad. Cause I should have been like, I should have just threw it a <laughs> But I, I figured... I- yeah I figured you uh, you was start up to talk about on stunt grannies so now I'm like, okay, my day's going by so somebody texted me and was like, yo, you're not doing um shows or shit? I like y'all shows. I was like did you know? <laughs> I was like, did you even listen to the last show? And he's like, uh-huh. nah I said, oh, that's why then I It's like highly questionable It's like highly question when Stu Goss shows up <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> take it
0: easy. So, uh, like, where I wanted to squad, like, where Bomani
1: at? Like, who's this new guy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I can, I
1: can, I can sort of understand because, you know, when you hear movies, most of the time it's me and you. So to hear somebody else, and, yeah,
0: yeah, I get it. But, but relax. But it's funny you bring that up because I never even thought about that. I'm like, yeah, people do listen, but I never get feed. I know you get a lot of feedback. Nobody ever told me. They always tell you, and you tell me.
1: That's why I always. So say. I, you got to push your social media, Shahid. I mean,
0: they they tag they tag you like, yeah, Shahe. I like his impersonations. That's the most I get. I mean, people don't. They'll. a few people say they like enjoying our stuff, but more from the most part, I get it from what you tell me. Like I still shake my head to the fact that Tokyo Drift was so popular with people. I'm like, what damn fools thinking?
1: It's, it's almost sometimes you got to look at it too that people like. If you haven't seen the movie, no. If you have seen the movie and you thought it was like, okay, Tokyo Drift was bad, but it was funny, then we pretty much joked about the movie the whole time, so people enjoy that more than okay. We can talk about Fast Five and how you know I can under, I can sort of why people would listen to that more than it would any other one, but it is what it is. I was just just like when they texted me, I was like, man, everything's cool. I said we doing the show Tuesday, blah blah blah. I said I just say I just work around. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, so next week I guess we were doing state property. I think I still had that copy.
0: Yeah, I think I have. I know I had the DVD. I think I got it on iTunes.
1: I got it. Somewhere.
0: Yeah, I actually, I actually bought it on iTunes.
1: Matter of fact, oh, so much I like. Yeah. That's wonderful. Like, yeah. moving up in the world.
0: <laughs> no, because it's it ain't like it's, I can get on Blu-ray. So,
1: which is <laughs> shocking because a movie like that, you would think would be on Blu-ray, but I can sort of understand it's kind of like one of those cold it's
0: hard to find a lot of movies on like blu-ray like they did not make it i was surprised because troy's on netflix and it's the original version oh wow and you know what the reason i say that is like you cannot purchase the original version anymore like if you buy the dvd or blu-ray it's just uh, the the director's cut they do not sell the regular version anymore at all so when it came on Netflix, I'm like, oh, the original cut, which I prefer because it's better. So some movies like that's like, I don't think people think it's like, you know, I, I got the hookup. It's not going to be on 4K. And oh. I don't even bring it up because I laugh because we can wrap up with this scarf I, on Instagram. You know, so you get ads. I got to add Scarface 4K remaster.
1: Yeah, I saw how you. Many I saw you. Have, yeah, how many
0: times have you remastered this damn movie? Like, how many special editions, cocaine edition, 100% pure edition? Like, enough, enough.
1: I don't need Dolby Atmos for Scarface. So, somebody asked if we were going to do, I got the hookup. <laughs> and I, I and I said I was going to leave it up to you if we, we actually. Can.
0: If, you know what? I got a soft spot for Master P. I don't got like I don't have a problem with masterpiece. We can if we want. I, I I can't remember. I can't remember if I ever even seen it yeah, I've seen that from the beginning. Like that's like, one of the movies I heard of. I've never watched.
1: I've seen like half of it. I haven't seen the whole movie. But I can't remember anything from it. So I know it's like, okay, it's gonna be one of those movies.
0: Like hood movies I've seen State Prop I've seen like the State Properties. I saw Snoop Dogg, which one? Bossing Up. With the with the manager from the fire with the pimp from the five heartbeats. Yeah, I basically remember that. Yeah, and I was um like I seen a few like because it's like which does does like the wash qualifies up as a hood movie with Doctor Dre when they got a car wash. Yes. Okay, then yeah, I seen like some I seen Players Club of course. It's it's kind of like which movies are like black movies and which ones are like rapper movies. Yeah, but I like, can tell
1: you something. If we ever do players club, that's gonna be a rough one. Ooh, that's
0: gonna be rough. I mean, we just saw hustlers. We just saw hustlers. Players, but players club crawl and half twerk, so hustlers. Still <laughs> play.
1: It's still gonna be a rough one for me. Yeah, that is just, yeah, it's some horrible
0: shit going on in that movie. Yeah. Don't realize like until they kinda like they allude to it and don't break it down like yeah, what's the name with the blonde hair? Uh, she, Ronnie. She was a damn rapist. Good lord. Yeah. Ronnie the rapist. I'm like, ooh,
1: it's not good. But she, she was, let's go ahead and close we'll this save out. it out. Um, <laughs> so if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff vs. the world on Twitter, Jeff vs. the world on Facebook. Also, if you got any questions, comments, or movies that you would like us to review, you can uh, leave it at the world at Yahoo.com. Uh, so he give the good people where they can follow you at, because you know you answer that. You can
0: find me on... Oh, my God. <laughs> you can find me on instagram and twitter on the same name philly drugs it's philly underscore drugs you can also find me doing podcasts on the stunt granny network on we watch stuff with my friend jeremy mays where we talk about stuff that we don't talk about with jeff beyond that don't search too hard like if you find jeff's stuff you'll find me because normally we both get tagged in the same things so yeah
1: pretty much so until next week everybody go watch state property Come back next week and check us out. Until then, we are out. Peace. Peace.